Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Already easy. Like I really could stop <laughs> right there. You're right. What a line that is. What a what a famous famous black line. Well, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. That's right. If you try to take my cornbread. Part two of my killing spree gonna begin right in here on your ass. Yes. You even think about my cornbread, you better get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. <laughs> now I haven't seen this in such a while. How I'm not identifiable. Obviously a black film. Obviously. Classic. <laughs> I don't think white people have ever beefed over cornbread like that. True. <laughs> so Well, some of the, you know, yeah. inner whites. Um, um Well, maybe some of the country or whites. Yeah. Yeah. Flyover the, state whites. Mm, yeah. Uh what a great movie that is. Mind blowing cast. Well Is it for Negroes. Is like, it classic Negroes? Is Martin Lawrence in this movie? Martin Lawrence is in the movie. Okay. So I am right about it then. It's the one where he and Oh boy, are in jail. He and old boy are in jail. I'm going to just give it to you because that's correct. Thank you. What is it called? It's Life. Life. Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy. I do remember several great lines from that movie, including that one and the one about Nigga Pies. Yes, Nigga Pies. That's a fantastic movie. It is. Really, really But I have not seen it in a long time, so I did for, I'm totally blanking on who else was in it. Okay. So. Uh, Bernie Mac. Oh, damn. Uh, Anthony Anderson. I should just go home and watch it. Oh, my God. So many. So many of my like favorite comedians I grew up with in that fucking movie. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Okay. Well. All right. Well, welcome to 2018, ho. Hey, guys. First show of the new year. Mm-hmm. We're back live in, in effect. Mm-hmm. Um. Just getting through here. We've got... <laughs> We're doing our very best. You know, first of all, I have been attacked quite recently by uh, an ill-timed and audacious viral infection. I'm guessing the flu. Um, <laughs> audacious. I just, I don't have time for this. I don't deal with being sick well, but I'm here with my my tea. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to spill tea. Well, I'm sorry you don't feel well. I actually have not gotten sick at all this winter, which is quite new for me. I don't even know how you people know. do that. I stay getting sick. But my doctor was like, why don't we try the flu shot this year? And I was like, doesn't the flu shot make people sick? And he was like, aren't you sick all the time? <laughs> so I was like, uh, okay, so you're just going to be logical. But I had the flu shot and I think it helped. Like, I think it's a big part of the reason why I haven't gotten sick yet. Fuck that. So... <laughs> black person i'm like for real y'all i feel good this morning they're like no mm, nah. 
don't give a fuck how many times Walgreens and the rest of them are Leave me alone. I'm just saying. I'm watching everybody else deal with the bullshit. I don't, For once, I am healthy. Even like needles. But it takes, it's nothing. I I also do not, my mama used to bribe me. She would give me $5 if I would take a shot instead of getting a like prescription, like pills filled because she would be like, I'm I sure. do not want to sit here. This is all the money I'm saving. Watch that's $5 you, right. Just nothing. get the fucking shot. Like, so, but that's how much I hate needles. It is nothing. It's like a pinch and, and it's over. getting sick on purpose. But I didn't, that's what I'm saying, I did not get sick. I had the shot and I did not get sick. And I have not gotten sick since I had the shot. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's coincidence because I get sick all the time. I mean, y'all know this. I'm not into it. I'll take my chances. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I tried. Um. So welcome back, guys. I am Claude Kelly. Ooh, and I am Viola Davis. Did you hear about how to get away with scandal? Let's just dive into Black Excellence. <laughs> um, Some good news in the new year. So, first of all, Shonda Rhimes did go ahead and let the cat out of the bag on that one and showed like a piece of a script where oh, right, right, right. Olivia Pope and Annalise Keating meet for the first time. Mm-hmm. And this is something that we have talked about as a social media community uh, and fans of TGIT for quite some time. Yeah, it just no, it's feels been several seasons now that we're like Annalise and care. It has to why Annalise and Olivia. I need Annalise to cuss Olivia out. Yeah, I want them to like hate each other bitterly. Yeah, at I first. want it to be like a this bitch. Oh, who this black bitch? Right. Like it needs to because the way they can come for other people, like to watch black women hone that and turn it on each other, like before they come together for whatever greater. Be like, I don't yeah, know. but both of us drunk. Both right. of us like. <laughs> Doing everybody's Something. work for them, yes. burying bodies. I was so excited. I'm ve- oh, now I'm so ready just to see how they're going to mix these two together. Shout out to them for making it happen right before Scandal's about to end, too. Cause yeah, because this is been. like last chance. This is You, you have to do it this season because it ain't going to happen. Otherwise, so yeah. Shmurda has been so good. It has. <laughs> Shmurda it has been. been. I sit up like I am so watching good. my stories like, yes, uh, <laughs> it's time for my program. It's just been fantastic. <laughs> I love it. So thanks to Shonda and Peter and everybody over there. Everybody involved over, yes. Making ABC. that happen. Thank you guys so much for that. Also on the list for Black Excellence, uh, one by the name of Julia Nepper from North Carolina um, is famous because she started attending community college at the age of 12 years old in Wilmington. Recently uh, received her PhD from the University of Wisconsin at the age of 23. I read that her PhD. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> I read that she had a STEM PhD in biochemistry. Um. Uh, I I guess I did not know you could get. Of course, you can get a PhD in biochemistry. I mean, I don't know. I, I, there's no reason I would have ever known. That. I can spell PhD, but that's just. I can spell biochemistry too. I have friends Probably. with them. Probably right. I have friends who have PhDs, and I Other claim their doctorhood by association but 23 years old and has already done that wow holy shit she said most of the people I've met in my life could have done what I did if they had the right support Um, I don't follow my parents pushing me with regards to my education clearly I could handle it and it worked (laughs) so they must have done something right 
I love that. Stand up in it. I love that she thinks the rest of us could have done it too if only we had those parents. Like, sorry, I would have been your flop sibling who <laughs> was never ever gonna be Absolutely you. Absolutely not. <laughs> like, I, just... I would have been the one where they're like, oh, we have this one. Why can't you be like Julia? I'd be like, fuck. Because that bitch has her master's degree and she's 17 years old. The fuck am I supposed to do with that? Excuse me if I wanted to, like. Yeah, no. Think I would just would have been regular regardless. But shout out to you. And right. win love by daylight at 12. <laughs> That's what I was doing. I definitely would have sounded about as dumb as Sailor Moon next to this girl as a sister. I also read today that um, Essence is black owned again. I saw that and I didn't understand the the statement. <laughs> didn't like the words I think were too complicated for me to get like what I read yeah. from them I was like I don't so they own part of it or they bought back Essence Communications Inc the 47 I'm reading this from the root.com FYI the 47 year old multi-platform brand that owns Essence Magazine and the annual Essence Festival has gone back to black ownership having been acquired by Essence Ventures LLC an independent African American owned company Essence Ventures announced in okay. press release who owns um, Essence Ventures uh, founded and chaired by oh god, I'm gonna say somebody's name wrong. Oh. Richa Lou Dennis. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, he's also the founder of Shea Moisture. Is he is he French? Because maybe you would know more than I would. I you mean, that name looks really French. I wouldn't. I couldn't catch it. Uh, okay, so it's a black man. Maybe he's from it. Haiti. Uh, oh yeah, he very easily could be from Haiti. Um. So he's the founder of Shea Moisture, but of course Shea Moisture sold to Unilever because mm-hmm. they ended up being part of a read a few yeah, months back. Yeah, so, I do remember that. Well, I am happy to see Essence go back to black ownership, and apparently the executive team consists entirely of black women. So, I black just, women need like a like a jingle. I'm I'm just totally. Every time it says black women, it should just have there somebody be like say, a, it done. <laughs> Doing what you hoes can't. Doing what you hoes want. Who should sing it? Fantasia? I love that. Ooh, I was thinking Patti LaBelle, but... Fair. Isn't yes. Fantasia just a younger yeah. Patti That's true, too. So, that is true, too. I hear it. Okay, well, this is great news. Congrats, congrats, I guess. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed about that. It looks good, though. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me 
to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Uh, this week in Hot Tops and the Pips. Um, sure. <laughs> first of all, okay, so lots of things going on since we've been away. First thing I wanted to bring up was um, this conversation of Sizz's The Weekend video. Okay. So did you see the video? Of course I did. Okay, great. <laughs> I had to. I mean, it, it was. I mean, it, I was going to watch it anyway. Right? No, of course I was. Um, I have to say, it was exactly what I expected, and I was surprised it wasn't what y'all expected. Everything I wanted to say. Right there. <laughs> I was like, "This is about to be." <laughs> as soon as they said, <laughs> as soon as they said it. Okay, so Sis is putting out a video. Solange is directing it. I was like, oh, okay, so we're getting wide shots. Right, we're getting, <laughs> we're getting, getting like, choreography in the field. We're getting we're outfits getting, for like, your ass. Completely random but we're relatable backgrounds. <laughs> yes. Like, I knew it. I just knew that she was going to be, like, doing the moonwalk in a bowling Hair, alley. Body. Or something yes. like that. Now, I'm not 100% sure what the problem was, but from what I saw, a lot of the comments, I guess people expected it to be, like, a more literal video being right. that it is like a song about, you know, talking to some girl who's dating the same nigga as you or whatever, I guess. And right. And them. from the different perspective of different women. So I guess people just wanted to see that part of it. I mean, I guess just they wanted to see literally anything that reflected the lyrics more than than Solange's vision did. So to those people, I would first of all, I'm assuming that most of y'all either just became scissors SZA fans over this last album maybe that's or it. maybe the only SZA song that you know is The Weeknd because I would then ask you have you ever watched a SZA video but that's, see that's another really good question because if you have again this video does not shock you even videos from just this piece right. of work it's like like wasn't there some random nigga floating over a toilet in the video for Drew Barrymore <laughs> and niggas Drew... still don't know how he did that I think the fact that they actually just got Drew Barrymore to be in that video was like <laughs> Wow. Okay, that's crazy. But like, this is this is SZA style with Solange like influence and imprint 
all over it. It was exactly what I, was I thought they were going to put confused. out. So when niggas was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Hippie bitch dancing by herself out of nowhere. I was like, do you know Solange or Sissa? Like, like, have you heard of either one of these niggas? <laughs> like, don't that sound like the type of shit that bitches would do? I was so confused. <laughs> I was really confused. Like, did you even watch like a Cranes in the Sky I'm like, video? Right. Like, I'm like, okay, anything. if it was a Cardi B video, fine. Right. We all have questions. But them bitch, What? Yeah, I think people just wanted to see some fine niggas and some hoe activity and that sort of thing. But no, I didn't. I just didn't expect anything other than what I got. And I enjoyed it. I did, too. I think that she's like, oh, like she's like hiding wings. I think she's a fairy. <laughs> Sizzle? Yeah. Okay. I think that she like just tucks her little wings in. And then when she's ready to fly I off, she probably does. Fairy lives ass. don't matter today. <laughs> So I have not seen Bright yet. <laughs> I did not watch Bright because, first of all, woo, woo. I cherish Will Smith with every part of my heart. I understand that. Him being a part of Instagram has been one of the greatest things to happen to Instagram in a, a minute. To I me. agree. He's really cute on Instagram. Um, I but. saw that in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that line in the trailer and I was like, oh, no. Oh, um, it took me a couple of days to get through about an hour of the movie. Oh wow! I I had to keep, because it's bad or I offensive had, because it's so poorly written. That okay, it's difficult to sit through. I heard it's written or like produced by the same people who did the Suicide Squad movie, which I'm sure you never saw. But Mm-mm. if you are saying it's poorly written, then that explains it. To well, me. it's from somebody called Trigger Warning Entertainment, and I was like, that can't be good. Suicide Squad was, although I enjoyed a lot of it, was horribly written. Yeah, like this just is really lines. badly. It, fairy lives don't matter That's today. That's stupid. It's really bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's basically, I don't want to, I'm not going to spoil it, mostly because I don't remember any real details okay. that would spoil the plot for you. Cool. But, um, I guess in this new future, the human race pretty much gets along for the most part, but there are orcs now, and I don't remember where the orcs came from. Maybe I didn't get that far in the movie. But I guess at one point they tried to take over, and now everybody's supposed to peacefully coexist. But, like, humans don't really fuck with orcs like that. And so orcs are basically the new niggas. And they drive this point home by, like, the one orc on the police squad nobody wants to fuck with or go out with, which is why Will Smith is the one who gets stuck being his partner. The nigga nigga. Right. The actual nigga. Okay. So... But then when they are like driving around the city or whatever, the orcs are hanging out in groups no, with gold no, chains no, and jerseys. No, <laughs> no. Or there's like no. a single mother orc no. with her kids and an orc getting beat by police. And Will Smith turning and being like, are you an orc first or a cop first? I need to know. Oh, it's so bad. It is so bad. I started it over on New Year's. I made Asante watch it, and he made it about 28 minutes before he was like, if you don't turn it off, I'm leaving. So I just, that was going to be my read this week, but I just got it all out now, and I feel a lot better. Bright was awful. (laughs) It was so bad. But again, I didn't finish it. Maybe it got better. People kept telling me, stick with it. It's not so bad. No, it it is so so bad when i watched the trailer for it i i was mostly impressed by what seemed to be like a 
a big budget for a, a Netflix film. Like it seems like a like a almost like it would be a blockbuster. Yeah, film, I was surprised it like didn't a come summer out thing. in theaters. That's what I'm saying. Because I don't expect Will Smith to be like a straight to Netflix type of movie. Maybe star. that's what it I is. I think that's so that threw me off. I was just like, what? what Why is, is Will Smith? Smith in this because they paid him a bunch of money. I mean, but da- the script is, uh, you know what? Don't let me, don't let me discourage you. Maybe you will. I'm gonna it. watch it anyway. You I mean, sh- I have Netflix. Somebody tweeted me and was like, "I love this movie. I don't care what you woke niggas got to say." And I was like, "That's fine. Also, you can have it. Maybe I don't know. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a question of being too woke. I think it's a question of I just really like for scripts and dialogue to make sense and flow naturally and like." Not be aggressively terrible. I don't know why, and I probably shouldn't even say this, but it almost reminds me of, uh, because I haven't seen it. It almost reminds me, did you see Zootopia? Uh, Yes, and it, okay, so somebody else was like, you should watch Zootopia because it's a better done version of this. Right, Zootopia was a bit different, I think, probably in the way that it delivered Mm -hmm. that um, message or whatever, because I wept. Like I, I loved Zootopia, Zappin. and I saw you know the ways that people would be like, mm, "This is problematic," and this and this. I'm like, I get that, but overall, I think they delivered on the message they were trying to put out. And I mean, I didn't see like any hyenas walking around in like I mean, it was fashion over. It was at so. least tolerable <laughs> to watch. Okay. Like the Zootopia is at least if if you don't. If you take all the rest of it out and you're just following the story, this is pretty interesting. Like, you want to know what's going to happen to these niggas. Like, with the, the little bunny, you know, she's just out in her big city trying to make shit happen. You know what's going to happen to her. It is, it is something that you <coughs> want to continue to look at, even if you don't necessarily like the message. Bright, I could not sit through. It was just that bad. All right. So... Well, we, I forgot what we were talking about. You know what? It doesn't even matter. Okay. Let's move on okay. to... So, Coachella has officially released the schedule or whatever for their festival that is happening on... Okay, April 13th. So, like, the 22nd. But, you know, they do these in weekends. So, it's, like, one weekend. Oh, right. And then another and then weekend. the following weekend. Right. So... Headlining is the weekend, which I mean, if I wanted to go to bed, I could just be at home. Don't do that. Eminem, same. (laughs) And then, of course, right smack dab in the middle is Beyonce, who was initially booked to do Coachella last year, if you remember, Mm -hmm. but then decided not to because she was carrying gifts. (laughs) So I remember we were like, not this time. Actually, no. You won't (laughs) be gonna We're going to stay at home, Beyonce. You could go next year. Um... Lots of other interesting people on here. I see SZA. I see. Yeah, the lineup Hyam. looks really good for the most part. I liked Miguel's new album. Oh, okay. Cardi B is performing up here. She's got one of those names that aren't as big as the headliner, but like right, you know how they do like the size of the name. Oh yeah, on the, oh, that's very deliberate. Feel like so oh, that you know importance, right? Who, who is whom? And then your faves might be down there at the very fucking bottom, but bitch, they have stage Like, they're time. always lit, though. Like, the little names <laughs> yeah. are the ones you really should look at because their names get bigger every right. year. And I'm always proud of my... The more of the small names that I can recognize, the prouder I am of myself. Like, okay, bitch. Like, Chloe and Hallie is right here on the same... Obviously, the same chunk as Beyonce. And their name <laughs> is super, like, small. Well, it's I mean, among the tiny comparatively, ones. comparatively, it is what it is. Well, yes, but I mean, obviously, they're li- I love their new song for the Grownish show, which comes on oh, tonight. Oh, yeah, I have my uh, DVR set because I'm certainly going to miss that 
if we stay in this studio too late. Who else do I know among these tiny names? Y'all know I wasn't going to Coachella, though. That's too much yeah, I'm not things I can't either. handle, but I'm sure it's going to be streaming on something. Exactly. They stream it. So, so whatever announces right. I, announcements I need to uh, know about, everything will be taking mm-hmm. place on the internet. And I can keep sand out of my shoes or whatever right. and wipe people out of my face. Unless somebody rich wants to invite me to like their private on-site bungalow or whatever the fuck. Right. I don't know what the extremely wealthy, I don't know what their options look like, but right. if somebody wants to invite me to do that, then fine. But if I have to just be out there with musty high white people like the rest of y'all, you can't forget about it. I won't be doing any of that. <laughs> oh no, especially the weekend, whenever, whenever the weekend is on stage, whatever day that is, just stay away from that whole general area. It's going to be a lot going on. Mm-mm. Shooting up just right there. I feel like there's probably crack like in just the drinks. <laughs> like the stuff like it probably comes with complimentary. They like, just have molly. boxes of Coke. I'm just we're just gonna line it up on somebody's Did you get your Coke just, at the front? No, I didn't want any it's, co- a, it's sure. a line to get in. <laughs> like you just have to. Ugh, no. I'm too old. I'll stay home. So any predictions? Mm. Are we getting a medley? Okay, I was going to say, let's not do this because I don't care about the rest of those girls. (laughs) But you were talking about Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, I don't care to to try to imagine what them bitches are going to do. Let's keep it real. Okay, so this Beyonce. So first, let me ask you, do you think we're getting a new album before this event? Yes or no? No. I don't either. Although it would make a lot of sense if she did. She loves to do things to, you just, to never just not. No anymore. She just loves to just not. So, okay. I was kind of hoping you would say yes. But, so I could be like, okay, then it'll be like mostly old stuff, but with probably the newer at the very beginning. I don't know. I don't know. But I feel Beyonce music in the air this year. Before, Well, this is April. Before Coachella. An album? An album? I don't know. Maybe a song. Maybe like how she did Grown Woman and and had Grown Woman out for like nine months and then finally put the album out. Right. And then we were like, or even formation. Right. So maybe we will get like. Maybe we'll get like a song or a visual that's giving mm -hmm. you like what to expect, what to anticipate in terms of this era. Yeah. And then she will perform like older stuff, maybe the new song, gag you with an extra new song on stage. Mm. And then like in terms of all of the money that I'm giving her, (laughs) I think that that will take place after Coachella. I just feel like anytime I try to make predictions about Beyonce, she's like, ha. Exactly. Your feeble minds. I think mean, Beyonce never starts each era like, what do these hoes think I'm about to do? So I could do So let me fuck that something up. Something else. Right, right. So right. whatever we're saying. I'll right be now, right. No, whatever we're saying is, is going to be a lie. And so it won't happen. But you know, fingers crossed anyway. I think we will get um you know, she does love a montage of her perfect family and how gorgeous her kids are and all that. So maybe we'll get some shots of the twins. Yeah. Just rolling around or something. Maybe or Blue then. Ivy being her natural boss self around them, something like that. Or but, having like, you know, breast milk with gold flakes in it. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> That visual is so yeah, it's pretty like, nasty. Just the thought of trying to pass breast milk with golden flakes in it through your yeah, put it on them afterwards. Like, oh, oh right. Now you just dump them in like sprinkles. Yeah. yeah. No, of just, course. I don't know what I was thinking. 
Well, I missed this. Uh, Mariah Carey decided that she was going to perform for New Year's again after, you know, last year when she... Disaster. Appeared on stage. (laughs) She did go on stage. Did she do anything else once she realized things weren't going very well? No, she did not. No. She just completely stopped. She stopped. But, yeah, by the time I remembered she was performing, I changed the channel, and everybody was like, wow, Mariah Carey, great performance. Mariah Carey, that was so dope. And I was like, so I literally just missed it? So I didn't see it at all. I saw, like, clips of some of it. Um, And... It sounded perfectly fine. Like she, it wasn't. Yeah, I know that she had some moment where she said something about like I was promised hot tea or something like that. Oh, uh, something which again is just a Mariah is Mariah moment that you just you take them when you can. That should happen, right? There's nothing wrong with Mariah being like, uh, I know I put hot tea on my writer, and yet <laughs> I'm up here and I don't. First of all, I'm Mariah. First of all. Secondly, it is two degrees out here. Okay, right. It is cold as shit. All I have on is a beautiful gown approved by Aretha and a fur. <laughs> so, the one least of you y'all could do go find my tea. is blanch a tea. It's the bare minimum. I'm not asking for too much. I'm Mariah fucking Carey, and I'm the one out here. So, that is fine. Just standing on stage and being like, I ain't doing nothing else. That is what's not okay. So, all she had to do was not that, and niggas was going to fall all over themselves because she's Mariah. Period. Right. I mean, either way, she was going to get a hand clap for me because you actually stood outside. I wasn't going to. Not only... Outside, but outside in one of the most hellacious places on earth, which is Times Times Square, Square, in that horrendous, horrendously Mm -hmm. cold weather. No, I could not have done it, so... I don't even think I would have given a fuck what came out of her mouth. If I was really going to Times Square to see Mariah Carey in that weather, it was just to lay my eyes on, on her Mariah in Carey, person. Right. That's it. I wouldn't give a fuck about what like you... Whatever, and it wouldn't even really matter because nobody else is going to be out there all damn day in the cold. Like, that's the thing. Going to Times... You can't just pull up to Times Square at like 10.30 and be like, all right, time for the show. Like, you got to be down there by 11.30 in the morning, noon at the latest, and stand all fucking day. So... But go and Mariah. like I said, she continuously gets a pass for me because she's Mariah. What she yeah. did in her prime, most of these hosts could never do. Exactly. Which is why I just I laugh at her shenanigans, really. They're cute to me. You earned it. <laughs> you fucking earned it. They are sense. cute to me, yeah. Um All right, let's get into the bad. I think most of the rest of this is trash. Okay. Um <clears throat> so first off, do you remember not too long ago, uh, a few years back, Keisha Cole? Was dating Birdman. Yes, I do remember that. And she went over some girl's head when she found found this woman in Birdman's home. Right. In Beverly Hills in the middle of the morning. I do remember this. She like attacked that woman. Apparently beat this hoe's ass. Yeah. Um, The girl pressed charges, I believe. And now Keisha Cole is being ordered to pay her. Oh, she was Birdman's assistant. Oh, wow. I remember she said, like, nothing happened, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. I don't care. But she's ordered to pay the girl $100,000. Originally, uh, that's down from $4 million. Oh, wow. Okay. Which I didn't know that this girl was asking for that Shout much out to money, the but... judge for being realistic about what Keisha Cole could actually give you. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> right. 
four million, you're gonna be waiting as long as that bitch that got her ass beat by the brat. Absolutely. And she's disfigured. Like, like, this isn't even funny. That's probably why she, right, I'm not laughing at that, but that's probably why she got so much. Yeah. Because they were like, no, you've made, like it's you've, permanent damage to the girl that you've done. To her face at that. How stupid would you feel if you beat a bitch ass and she wasn't even fucking your man, though? Right. I can't. And now you have to and pay now you her, her $100,000. Every time you write out that check. I hope that at least allowing Mona to exploit your ass for a couple of weeks last year could pay for that. Right. I hope it did. And maybe she, and she saw this coming and was like, you know what? Right. Let maybe me go she on did. Love and Hip Hop and make some extra money real quick. I'm maybe she did. That, bitch. that explains that. It does. Maybe that's what happened. Mona came to you and was like, so I know you whooped that whole ass, so I know she's coming to and get And we all something. know it. She knows it, and the judge knows it as well. So. You need some of this money or not, girl. So what the fuck's it going to be? And you did what you had to do. There's nothing wrong with that. She said, I changed my <laughs> I would feel like a total fucking dumbass beating somebody ass and she wasn't even fucking my man. <sighs> Damn, Keisha. $100,000. Sucks. I was going to say it sucks to have money, but I don't even know how much money these girls have. It sucks to have any, I guess, tiny little form of recognition because you can't just You cannot fight no more. That's the thing. You They're can't have nothing. It. If you... Right? You don't even have to be rich. You just have to be somebody that other people recognize. And mm-hmm. that's that's the line where you cannot fight no more. Oh, yes. Give me <laughs> because that. niggas normally... If, if you got your ass beat by an anonymous bitch, you would just take that L and go home. Right. You might might post about it in the group chat and might not right but Keisha Cole even if she don't have three dollars to her name if Keisha Cole fights you all the blogs are gonna know about it absolutely I'm sending an email and a picture of my bruises to the shade room before yes. I even leave this house absolutely <laughs> cause I'm gonna get paid one way or another so I mean <coughs> Keisha just I don't have no more advice for her cause she knows how she acts and she been knowing she need to grow the hell up so well you know, fighting all over the Birdman. At, at that. So you fighting over a nigga, the, the nigga not going to give you $100,000 to take care of your little legal bill that you got into fighting behind when I tell you him? that I'm coming to the house. <laughs> hey, Tony. So, nigga, um, uh, it's going to be 100 k Don't fight behind a nigga who won't bail you out or pay your legal fees or pay for your attorney. That, that's not a man worth fighting over. It's not. Sorry. Uh, next online. Oh, speaking of niggas, you were um, right. There is a lot, and it sounds is it only gonna get worse from here. It's just I, like continuously. Yeah, it's pretty worse news. Okay. Just awful for the rest. All right. Um. So Cardi B has been having a great year. She did. She did have a great 2017, and so of course that unleashes lots of angry bitches into your life for a lot of haters to see you lose right like DJ Khaled said they want you to they want to see you broke they mm-hmm. want to see you unhappy they want to see you lose yep so I guess what they did to Cardi B was either hack her phone I'm assuming Offset's no, phone no it's Offset's iCloud okay so they broke into um, Offset's iCloud and leaked some footage of A, Cardi B naked and right. B, um, offset in some hotel with a naked bitch that is not Cardi B. Right. Some other beyond beautiful girl. Right. So, this was from like way back, I think in September or something like that. Yeah. Like the month prior to them getting engaged. engaged. <laughs> right. Also around the time, I believe, where uh, 
Cardi went on her IG live to say that she was dumping the niggas and blah, blah, blah. And then came back around and was like, he stole my blanket and <laughs> I'm still playing about my things. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, girl. So that happened. And of course, you know, people who hate Cardi B, 98% of them are just Nicki Minaj fans. We're having the greatest time with that. Well, because her getting engaged pissed him off. Pissed off a lot of people who feel like strippers don't deserve love. Cardi B don't deserve a nigga as great as Offset. Don't really get the logic there. (laughs) But just feeling like Cardi B is a hoe, so she don't deserve no happiness or nothing good in life. So it was going to be a lot of people hating. So when when the videos and stuff came out, the pictures and all that, I was like... I expected this, honestly. I expected somebody to to try to, to to hate on you and throw salt on the shit you have because they were mad at you doing well. It didn't really surprise they me. They loved Cardi B when she was just a loud ghetto, thoughty bitch. When her teeth was fucked up. Um, and loving hip-hop. Right. Because she was just like the rest of y'all angry hoes. And she was right. on TV embarrassing herself. Right. And we look at loving hip-hop and a lot of that shit is joking. So it's not a big deal because that's what she deserves right. to them. Right. The so second, she could be the queen of nigga shit. But once, right. once she started when crossing she started over, rapping and put out like a couple yeah, of little mixtapes. Yeah, it was still fine. Tapes. Her mixtapes and shit right. was still hood like, oh, shit. Cardi B, this is cute. I wasn't surprised. <laughs> I, yeah. was, I, I didn't know that this was gonna be da, da, da. and when it wasn't shit it was just that Plies remix and right. Gangsta Bitch music or whatever the fuck the mix they volumes one and two two volumes <laughs> there might be three I maybe who knows <laughs> google it but as soon as she got this number one record yep. and Bodak Yellow got bigger and bigger Grammy nominations now she in a relationship with a like equally famous trap rapper right and somebody you could re- realistically see is on her level yes. professionally yes <laughs> yes um now niggas are mad christian siriano is dressing her now she ain't gotta wear fashion nova but she still do of course <laughs> but, she's cardi b but she's also like on red carpets and going to the diamond ball and shit looking like a fucking <laughs> dominican cinderella that's the thing and that's another thing i feel like it confuses me like when i when i be seeing these posts about cardi b like arguing with random hoes on on instagram and talking about we're in the bronx pull up you can get these hands oh, all this stuff and people will be like she's so ghetto and childish and loud and blah blah, blah. like right <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is the whole bitch. appeal of, of Cardi That's B. Why y'all like? That's why her. we like her, right? <laughs> she had crazy followers and shit like yeah. that even before she was on Love and Hip Hop for that very reason. Now right. all of a sudden, and she just got out the hood in the strip club. What would make you think that now she all just of a sudden got some money. she gonna be at Prince Harry's wedding? She might be at Prince Harry's. Okay, wedding. now I'll fucking die if she's <laughs> like at she... Prince Harry's wedding. Cause that's too much. Be like, you now wait, Megan. We, I know you could say you could. We say you could bring whoever you wanted to, but girl, when she throws that ass in a circle <laughs> in the queen's lap, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I just want for her to twerk in the queen real like one time. Mm, okay, so I don't share those same dreams, but <laughs> I don't. When people complain about Cardi B being ghetto, it's like you must just have met Cardi B. Have you? No, you actually haven't met her, or like listen to any of her songs or are like, you're not aware of her presence on TV or social media or nothing because that is who she is. Cardi being a hood rat or whatever is not the problem. My issue with Cardi B is first of all, I don't think she's handling her fame very well. I think she's still still, right. So I think she's, she needs to learn how to interact with the public, which does not mean 
acting fake or being white or none of that that people think it means. It just means like learning how to interact with people when you have a public and a fan base and niggas know who you are, but you don't know who they are. Like you just kind of have to adjust the way that you deal with people. I would and give she's Cardi not, the she's same not there yet. like advice I would give any other person on Instagram with some fame, which is. You know you can log off, right? You got like, to log off. Like, you're allowed to keep things to yourself. You're allowed to also. not read the comments. You are. Definitely don't have to check every single thing you're tagged in. You can turn your notifications off. That'll go a long way. She responded to the videos leaking and said, I still put the pussy on offset, which is a we reference to her. Know. Like, girl. <laughs> Who doubted it? Um, And even at a concert, she said to the crowd, like, I let that nigga know if you do that shit again, you're going to lose your wife. Like, so that for me was when I was like, okay, okay. Cardi. All right. Cardi. Here we go. You don't have to talk. Well, you don't have to address anything. Right. None of this. You don't have to explain staying to him. Your job as of today, as of right now, is to make rap music. What people are paying for from you yeah. is your rap music and possibly, you know, a couple of looks. Mm-hmm. and, like, a live show, things of that nature. Right. Nobody is spending money to know what the fuck is going on between you and Offset. And even if I was, like, a big Cardi B fan or a big Offset fan, I mean, they're cool, you know what I mean? But right. even then, I wouldn't be like, what is going on? Why are you still with that nigga? Da, da, da. Like, you can keep this to yourself. Even with that bullshit leaking and people finding out that nigga cheated on you, you saying, I'm still going to put the pussy on him, so what's up? That could have been it if you had to say you anything. Had, right. It's like, but the fact that you... I let that nigga know. What? I feel like she... Don't care. ...does the most to try to make us feel like it's... So, like, she's trying to convince us that she's not being a bird As many or whatever women by would. staying with him. But it's like... So many women do stay with niggas who cheat on them that I don't understand. Including the ones like you're you're quoting Beyonce talking about if you do it again, you go lose your wife. So it's like so many women have been in your shoes. I don't think you need to feel any type of way about, oh, well, I need to explain to y'all why I'm doing it. It doesn't. I don't care. Like the fact that you try to make it seem like cheating ain't no big deal. And what I'm going to do, just leave a nigga and start all over just for somebody else to cheat on me. That's where I'm like, okay, girl, like what the fuck is you going through? Cause to me, that sounds like you just settling for a nigga who cheats. Cause you feel like you ain't never going to find nothing better than that, which is sad, but still ultimately your business. So if you want to stay with offset because he spends lots of money on you and he dropped, half a million on your finger so bitch suck my dick then just go ahead and do that but just let that be it girl (laughs) like we don't have to hear about you threatening this nigga over losing his wife when you're not even his wife you're not even that so all right i don't know hope to finding peace in your blue bubbles this year (laughs) right it's like why do your fans need to agree with the decisions you make and I think, again, that's just part of the she don't know how to let them niggas be fans and have their opinions without jumping into it to make sure people see it her way or clarify. Well, like, girl, fuck, let them niggas think like, what they want to think. Are, that's for everybody. You can keep your you shit You the one yourself. with three songs in the top ten at one time. <laughs> let them hoes talk. <laughs> that's the part she has to get through her head. Hopefully she does eventually. Yeah. Um So... After the new year, Escape had a concert in Atlanta, I believe. Mm. Um, I already am. All right. <laughs> um, Tamar and Monica are still the opening acts for this Escape show. 
Which I don't, honestly, I wouldn't. Tamar. I'm very weary already if this is going in a Tamar direction. I personally would want to see Monica last. Yeah. Like, like, if I had to be at this show. If I had to be at the show, I would would rather see Tamar escape Monica. Like, that's the order I would (laughs) But I understand it's an escape show. Honestly, like, Tamar escape Zonique Monica. Oh, you ain't shit. You ain't right for that. I'm just being honest. I mean, I think I would put Zonique right before her mama. It's kind of rude <laughs> <laughs> to build that child after her mama. But I see what you're saying because personally, Monica speaks more to me as an artist, her discography. Like I yeah. was just, Monica was around the time that I was like actually dating and having crushes on people and shit like that. Escape, I was still a little bit too young, but knew all day something. Anyway. And Monica has a longer... Her longevity, yeah, 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 is different, right? It is because they started hating each they, other like way before they didn't really get a full fell chance. apart, kind of right before they had a chance to really hit their full mm-hmm. potential. So, but it is still their tour, so yeah. you can have whoever opening and whatever, Fine. whatever order you want. So Tamar is an opening act. Keep in mind that uh, Vincent Herbert is currently escapes or X three. What did we say we was gonna call them? Up, up, and away? What are we calling them now? No, we did not say that at all. <laughs> Wait, so Candy's not on the tour no more? No, she's still on the tour. Okay. But as like a, a performing act, the three of them are being managed got by Benz. Okay, so, so, so Candy ain't got nothing to do with that. I no, know that's but right. I'm sure that his hands are all, all over a lot of what's going on in terms of the shows, if he's managing the group. I don't really know. The whole thing sounds like a what mess What a me. mess. So... You might remember that Tamar Braxton and Toya Wright, um, <coughs> mother of Lil Wayne's child, Regina Carter. That's the only child they have together, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Tamar and Toya can't stand each other. I don't really remember why. It also sounds like true. a lot of petty, like, you know, catty stuff. Yeah. Something about a book and we weren't, we were never friends and... I don't know. I never knew the story behind that. Like, when you're, like, a regular person or just any old, like, in your personal life, it's, like, one of those things that's, like, deep in your text, probably. Like, <laughs> right. like just you as you a regular individual. Back real far. You know, like, that's the stuff, like, you'd be texting people and be like, because I can't even, because this bitch, and that time that we was all at motherfucking Pinkberry, and then she tried to say that I didn't need none, and what was that? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's just, like, to, like, you and your friends... <laughs> To you and your friends, it's like deep. Right. To everybody else, it's like, like, what the fuck? What is the problem? I literally already forgot the details. (laughs) I don't. What? That was so dumb. I forgot that they didn't like each other. I thought that they got over it. I don't don't even know where this is going right now. I thought you was going to talk about Tamar and the basketball wife. We'll get to that. Oh, okay. We're getting there. Tamar's had a shit 2018. (laughs) We are three days in. It's pretty bad. It's almost as bad as academics. Why did Erica Badu say that nigga look like Jerry? Why did she? Because she's right. So rude. That was very rude. Did you hear he got arrested? What? Yes. And apparently had open containers and an unregistered gun. Like, my nigga, if you had a a gun, a fucking firearm. Wow. In New York. I don't know if he got arrested in the city or not. I haven't seen a bunch of details. I just see reported, reportedly facing jail time. Yeah. I mean, because I feel like if you get caught with a gun in New York City, you're automatically going to jail. I don't even think they make any exceptions. Yeah. (laughs) So. Probably not. No, I really don't think they do. So, but damn, he's really having a bad time. But see, it says DJ Academics. 
I know I didn't make that DJ shit up. Yeah, no. He is, I guess he's a DJ, but I've always known him to be called that. <laughs> what? Right, anyway. Um, meanwhile, what's his name? Joe Budden's over there with new jobs and oh, yeah. trash and Nicki What is he on now? On Revolt? Revolt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they let her ass have it. Did you see that? No, you know I didn't. No, you oh, know yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I watched it. I'm sure they have clips up on YouTube or, yeah. or the shade room. They let her ass it out. have it. Mm. I disagreed for the most. I just, I agreed with a lot was of it. Was it Hayden or was it just? It wasn't Hayden. I, like to me, it was just their opinion. Okay. And like, that's the thing. Like so many people, artists and regular ass niggas were so like bent out of shape over them saying like, over them putting Nicki Minaj on the list of trash artists or whatever for 2017. I mean, well. And I was just like, it's Charlemagne and fucking Joe Budden. It's not Barack and Michelle. Like, who cares? <laughs> if you disagree, you just disagree. Like, why right. can't you just be like, I don't feel the same way. I'm going on about my life. Let me go make some SpaghettiOs or something. Like, what the fuck is the big deal? Because it can never be that easy. I agree with a lot of the comments that they made about her, but I don't think that she had, like, a trash year. I don't think she was trash No, last I year. think you can put out really awful music and still have a great year. She I was quite visible. I think that's most of Nicki Minaj's career summed up right there. Like, overall, I don't like her music. But she is incredibly popular and has done very well for herself. So... Hope she has a better 2018. I didn't think she had a bad 2017, to be honest with you. I mean, she didn't have the greatest one. It just wasn't trash to me. Like, obviously, Sheetha came, took off her wig. Sheetha was a moment. Sheetha was a moment. But you're still Nicki Minaj. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it takes a lot... Feature. In my opinion, for Nicki Minaj to have a bad year, just simply because of where she's perched she at right She stays working. Right. She stays working. She's never not booked. Whether she's you always, like the verse or not. All the money, all the top rappers getting paid. Nicki Minaj is always like the only woman on that bitch or whatever. So, I just, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, if your money's great, <laughs> how bad was your, your year? Couldn't have been that bad. Anyway. So, so, back to this. Toya. We still have not even gotten through this <laughs> So, Toya Tamar, they hate each other. They hate each other. Right, got you. I don't know if we talked about this on um, the show, but a few weeks back, uh, Toya and her daughter, Reginae, got into it with Kaya and T.S. Madison over comments that they made on Queen's Court, which is their, is it a YouTube YouTube live show or is it Facebook? Oh, well, no, I don't know. I, I believe it's YouTube. it was YouTube. I'm pretty sure it's YouTube. Right. Um, so, obviously, they get on that show and roast the fuck out of people all the time. Again, another show with two people who I let them have their opinions. Sometimes I agree, sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. For the most part, people find it funny. It is what it is. But, I mean, they like... It sounds like the read. <laughs> you might like us and you might not. Some people listen and some don't. That is a fair thing don't. to say. Yeah. Not content-wise, but, you Not know, just the general premise of the show. Sounds like us. Yes. So. Uh, so, I guess during this Atlanta show, Tamar called on Kaya and Madison to come on stage during her set. Um, so, they were, I guess, Kaya was going <laughs> to perform My Neck, My Back or something oh like that. Oh, my God. Clearly, this was in an effort to be petty to Toya. Yes, clearly it was. Duh. <laughs> um, Why? If you let everybody else tell it, then that was not what the plan was. But nobody is stupid. Oh, my God. 
and like that's fine. Y'all don't like the bitch. Like who cares? It's not like I ain't never done no petty shit to somebody I don't like before. Like who cares? <laughs> like your whole show is about being petty. Like why would anyway? Right. So once I guess Candy found out that oh, they were supposed to be so coming much. on stage, so she much. shut that whole shit down. Like Phaedra Parks was representing them. Like okay. she went to whoever she needed to speak to and said the answers no. So the answer was no. Okay. They got a great uh, view of the backstage area. I'm sure they got to, you know, go to like the craft services table and get a couple of like kind bars and maybe a smart food popcorn. Did you know that they make the caramel and cheddar in the same bag? Smart food does that. No, I didn't. (laughs) Bitch, I went to the store (laughs) yesterday. Because if you have ever grown up on those gigantic ass barrels of popcorn yeah. that have the three, everybody knows. Everybody that. knows the three different cheese. Nobody three eats three different flavors. The butter one. Uh, but you, no lies. Nobody eats the caramel one. <laughs> Ugh. I eat the butter all, and the cheese caramel. with. Ra- We're not doing that. I eat the butter and the cheese with random sprinklings of the caramel. Like maybe 5% caramel in a bowl of 95% butter and cheese. What I always did was get me a good old bowl of that cheddar. And I would also sprinkle a good portion of the caramel in there. Because it just gives it that salty sweet. But you don't want too much of the caramel. Because one. The caramel is too sweet. It's one kernel or whatever. It's so sweet. It's so much sugar at once. So you don't need much. That's why the cheese popcorn is always gone first out them damn tins. Yes. (laughs) Always. Because it's the one everybody eats. They were smart enough to know that. This, it's a blue bag. It says. Oh, uh-huh. is it the Garrett's? Because I know the Garrett's spot. It's will do Smart that. Food. Oh, okay. The same so, ones who make the infamous. All right, so black bag not of white cheddar is unhealthy. Okay, because <laughs> that Garrett's popcorn, I feel, will probably put you in the hospital. Pretty how soon. is so, there so much? How grease? is popcorn rich? <laughs> <laughs> You eat Garrett's like, should I be having such a gourmet experience what with a this? snack food? <laughs> so much is happening at once. Like I'm full. Right. <laughs> right. Like it's a meal. It's a lot going on. That popcorn freaks me out. Um, anyway, they get the proportions right is all I'm saying. Okay. If you ever happen upon, you know, if you're going to the grocery store after this because you to know pack I up for the blizzard for or whatever. Whatever the fuck. You happen across that bag. I would bless myself. What is it called? They gave it some funny name. It's just caramel and cheddar. No, the bomb cyclone. That's what the weather thing is called. Oh, I saw that. I don't even know what that means, and I don't think I want to. <laughs> I think you're gonna find out around midnight. Bomb cyclone. It don't sound right, it don't sound good. So, okay, I'm gonna keep my eyes open for that popcorn. It does sound good. Oh god, we can't finish the story. So, <laughs> okay, we're gonna focus and get through this. Cinnamon girls, Kaya and T.S. Madison were not allowed on stage. Now they say that them people lied on them and said that they had weapons. And that was- <laughs> Don't let Kyle stay. She got some box cutters under her titties. Right. <laughs> Which. <laughs> Which. Okay. Now I got to check. <laughs> because I'm sure they didn't have anywhere. Although I'm surprised between Kaya and Maddie and like their glam or whoever that not nobody, nobody had, had like. nothing. Even one of those like those little things of mace that you can put on your keychain. Yeah. I would be surprised. I really would. You never know who's going to run up at this concert. Right. Like, as much shit as y'all talk about so, like, it. All the girls I know down south got tasers on their keychains. You have, like, a little taser. <laughs> you, got, you know you do. 
know, girl, you know you got some mini tasers. Anyway, they said that they didn't have any weapons. They got to Kiki and laugh and stuff backstage, take a picture with Tamar, but what they did not get to do is touch that stage. They didn't sniff the stairs, the railing, nothing. And that's probably for the best. Um, yeah, it probably was for the best. Tamar Maybe that would have just added extra. some more drama for everybody. Right. And let's just not. Like, for what? Let's not do the most, Tamar, even though we know you live for the most. And wig alone. <laughs> and embarrassing yourself for no good reason. <clears throat> So, past that, um, I guess maybe Tamar was using that pettiness as a distraction from the rest of the bullshit that's happening in her life at the moment. Because, let's see the date here. Help me, Lord. So, just like before New Year's, Tamar posted the following um, iOS press release on her Instagram account. Fine, God. It says... Vincent Herbert is having a baby, and his whore decided to let me know about it tonight. That stupid, broke-ass whore should check public records on Christmas before she goes through with it. He called back, despite of his protection order, begging and lying. What? I think she meant in spite of. Okay, got you, got you, got you. Begging and lying like he's hanging out with Joe and Roxy from BET. I love that. First of all, she spelled Roxy name. She R- did. R-O-C-X-I. <laughs> then she put from BET in parentheses. In case y'all didn't remember you who Roxy. You know Roxy from BET. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's creditable. That's where I stopped reading when I first saw it. That would have kept me going. <laughs> this is hilarious. Is it creditable? No shade. However, before you judge me, know the facts. He's a real piece of work. Y'all can both say that. It's SMH. Happy New Year, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, know that 2018 is a fresh start. And if I can leave this liar, you can leave yours too. Thing is, you didn't. But you... I feel like you backtracked not even a full 24 hours like, later. Maybe the next day? It didn't take too much longer for you to take all of that back, girl. Caption says, say what you want about me, but I'm good and goddamn tired of the bull. 2018 belongs to who dares to take your life back. I'm first in line. That sounds like a quote that she heard from her mom, Evelyn, when she was a kid, but she misquoted it because she don't remember because she was never really paying attention. Man, right, and it don't matter now. So I don't know what Laura Gavon said in the comments or whatever, but it got a response from Tamar who tagged her with question marks and said, cause her baby's daddy said they were fucking around too. Ain't that your home girl? This led to rumors that it's Laura who was pregnant with Vince's baby. Although Tamar's not very good at like spelling grammar or anything yeah. involving English so words. The, the meaning of that, who knows? But this doesn't sound like, that's what she's saying. Yeah, no. It sounds like she's saying that Laura's homegirl is the is one the who one. was pregnant. Okay. So that's where I got that. I was wondering where niggas got that Laura was the baby mom from. I'm like, I mean, I guess it's possible because God knows <laughs> the whole facts on that one. I read that her child's father, the ever horrible Gilbert Arenas. Oh, he's awful. 
Well, she says that he is the one spreading rumors about him fucking around, her fucking around with Vince, and that he put out some long ass shit on Instagram talking about he's got court documents with every nigga, every celebrity that's wired her money and talking about her loose her oh how loose her God. pussy is. And, right, like ain't y'all niggas tired of hating each other? Like and y'all have kids who are old enough to be on these apps. Why? Are what you the fuck like is wrong this? with y'all niggas? Like at this point, somebody needs to just lock them in like a storage closet or an I really elevator don't get it. with like one blade in between them. <laughs> <laughs> fight it out. Like, like, Alright, we turn it off the light. Whoever wins, wins. Just, it is what it is. At this point, because y'all niggas will not let it go. What a fucking so, mess. I didn't understand the point in Tamar doing all that because I could have swore that you gave, you told us a couple months ago and we talked about it on this show that you was divorcing him, like leaving him. Y'all wasn't going to be together no more. I feel like that definitely hit the blogs and well, all over the news. Whoever this alleged baby mom. First of all, let's start by saying that before she got the divorce, we also talked about on the show how Tamar said that after uh, Bluebirds Sing Over the Hill yeah. Where the Rainbows Lay whatever. Yeah, after that, that album, she was retiring from music. And then right. she said she wanted retiring from music, but she wanted to focus on her marriage and whatever was going to make her marriage <sighs> right. work. That's and true. I said on the show that Vince had not disclosed what it was that he was planning on leaving. <laughs> to work on his marriage as well. Right. Vince didn't say a motherfucking thing. Because Vince wasn't about to do shit. Because Vince didn't plan on doing shit differently. Right. And, and clearly, Vince is still not doing shit differently. Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> um. So this is, okay, I guess this whole post was fueled by the alleged new baby mama letting her, you know, coming to her woman to woman or whatever. Which, I guess, again, as we said to Cardi, as angry as you were in this, you could have kept this off of the internet. Right. I understand being so pissed that you want to put somebody on blast and things like that on social media and embarrass them. God knows I do. But this is just <laughs> Who another Who hasn't thing. been there before? No, I get like, it. please. Right. But like, this is another thing that you could have texted. Do you have 18 sisters? You got to be getting along with one of them right now. Right. Like this could have been sent to somebody to save you a whole lot of trouble, but whatever, fine. I get it. At least spell check, you know, but whatever for the future. Right, I get it. Past that, then um, Tamar and and Vince were spotted like in the airport together or something after Christmas or oh, right Lord. before New Year's <laughs> or somewhere they were going together with the kid. And I assumed that the kid is probably a big part of the reason why they're doing whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's of Christmas. course, that is it's right. Christmas and it's holidays. <laughs> um, of course, that is the excuse that she went with when she decided to come back around. Hold, please. Gotcha. So after the whole um, my nigga ain't shit have the courage to lead these fuck niggas and these lying ass whole ass dog ass niggas. Oh, didn't that sound so nice? (laughs) So a singer by the name of Melissa Schumann um, responded to a TMZ's tweet about Tamar's press release. Okay. Um, By the way, I didn't mention that when she in that a press release when she was telling the baby mama or the pregnant chick to look up the public records it was because of these reports that Vince had been arrested or whatever for once again putting his hands on her. Oh, okay. I was wondering exactly which one of Vince's indiscretions she was referring to. But on Christmas. So this is after the I'm divorcing the nigga. fucking mess. This is after the mama had already come forward saying, keep your hands off my child. And then she was allegedly mad at her mama for doing that. And then this whole thing or whatever. So then she's now saying, again, he... You know, go and look up public records, which anybody could do. So right. before 
if the pregnant woman ever even did it, she didn't need to because it was on Shade Room, Baller Alert, famous <laughs> right. list. It was everywhere. They were like, no thanks. Right. Don't worry about it. We got it. We'll do it. Anybody yeah, can look this Yeah, have right here, girl. And you're like, save your time. <laughs> got you. So the singer Melissa Schumann said, this one I am not surprised by, hashtag Vincent Herbert, is the reason I suffered PTSD when I, I suffer PTSD when I'm in the recording studio. <laughs> He verbally and emotionally abused me when I was 14 while recording Dream's first record. Isolated us from each other and forced forced me us lose weight. Yeah, she meant, I think she's saying he forced me slash us. To lose. Like all of us. Oh, right. To lose weight. But lose is spelled with two O's. Oh, loose. Mm, Well, look. I just want y'all to stop. She wasn't. Someone, Is that the whole... She said, someone responded to it and said, girl, what? He said, yep, we had to weigh in front of him, which the nerve. He had me lose... The nerve. 20 pounds. I went from 121 to 101. Um, To this, Tamar responded with... I don't even know if I'm going to get through all this. Pure dumbassery. Okay, now here's what you won't be doing, Thirst Bucket. I know you saw Damn Puffy MTB, which I believe is making the band. The industry then was like boot camp for all of us. Don't even try to use our personal family situation for attention. All the greats had to do it. Gaga, Tony, myself, all had what was. Artist development. Now you pop in some PTSD oh when back then we helped y'all sell millions of records. We? Oh, he did. I'm sorry. Let me not misquote her. When back then he helped y'all sell millions of records, you ain't have nothing to say. Until today, don't try me, Becky, because right now you are doing the most. He's not a woman beater, abuser, or a bad man. He just made bad choices like we all do multiple times. <sighs> to me, not you. So miss me on the thirst bucket train before you're... BF roast your ass have several and one more thing who told you you had PTSD do you know what that is and how crazy you sound do you know how what that is or how crazy you sound sis like girl who are you to tell her I'm sorry are you done before I just tried it pass me by and then someone else said she was fucking 14 what the fuck (laughs) which is all that needs to be said she was a damn child to that Tamar responded me too shit Usher Destiny's Child Aaliyah Escape we were all kids artist development so first of all even if what this girl is talking about happened to everybody else that doesn't make it any more right period like like you could honestly what, just what a that fucking in. idiot secondly who are you to ask somebody else if they even know what PTSD is or what that means or to question her experience in any way like maybe it did have that effect on her <laughs> maybe I do remember Dream I don't I know do. if I don't know if Tamar actually remembers them because she said he helped them sell millions of records and that has never been the case I Dream was never Dream that popular I've never known Dream to be a a platinum selling group <laughs> so somebody correct me if I'm wrong about that but maybe I don't we think, are maybe we are but I just don't remember them bitches being around long enough for all that uh, so any amount of abuse is bad enough but don't turn around and act like this girl had some huge popping career that would have made all the sacrifices worth it and all this other <laughs> shit it sounds like she went through a lot of hell for a very brief flash of stardom and money and now it's over and she's talking about the experience she had because your husband is in the news partly because of how shitty he treats you and we all already knew that like my thing about Tamar is that she was acting like him having this baby 
it's so crazy and wrong and disrespectful and this is how niggas do and all this and it's like but we already know he was hitting on you and as far as I'm concerned it's the, it don't get no worse than that so this man even though your mama said it and your sister's like alluded to it you've never come out your mouth and said I have no reason to think your mama lied about that and don't. somebody else tweeted her and was like so Miss Evelyn lied like I'm not trying to be funny right now but did your mama lie about that or are you just going back and acting like you, your husband couldn't have possibly been that bad because you a white alluded girl said to something. it yesterday you right bitch you said it what you hell this might have been the same day that's what didn't make any sense it's like but you you the one who brought that so shit a white girl was like hey wow this story's crazy I have my own stories about <laughs> this man being mistreated and you're like uh, I don't know what you're talking about he is not an abuser or a bad man or anything else what the fuck else. is wrong with her but have you watched y'all's relationship play out at all like I'm clearly nowhere near it and just the shit y'all been through on Instagram is enough for me to be like why are y'all still together like so I I know a lot of people are like that's you know common for abuse victims to act like that and kind of like you know somebody I I can point out all his flaws and all this but can't nobody else attack him because y'all don't really understand him the way I do and all this stuff and it just sounds like Tamar needs to get the fuck away from Vince yes. get into some therapy with yes. all sincerity and no shade because there's nothing wrong <laughs> there's nothing shady with getting that. into therapy and logging the fuck off the internet those well, three things in that order <laughs> well not in that order but she did delete her Instagram account which is probably the smartest thing that I can say I've seen Tamar do maybe ever I mean because your emotions are clearly too all over the place and you can't help yourself but to post and if you're going to be saying two things that like wildly contradict each other like in one breath you talking about how this nigga is so terrible and awful and done did all this shit to you and then 36 hours later you drag in some girl who's like wow I have PTSD from the experiences that your husband put me through and now all of a sudden she a liar and, and a thirst bucket and, right, and, and trying to use your family and we all went through artist development and this this like trying to make any excuse for this behavior being okay it's just like like I would really be interested girl. in how many artists including the ones that you named who went through this exact same thing I'd be interested in how many of them were like oh yeah I loved it it made me feel so great about yeah. myself it was so fun I really deserve that necessary. as a 14 year old you know uh, the girl was already 120 pounds and Vince Herbert made her lose weight the fact that she didn't roll her eyes at him every time and be like are you fucking kidding you gonna tell me somebody who's already thin that I need to be emaciated along with the rest of these girls like Tamar don't have no space to tell that woman how she feels about the shit that she went through or anything else. And so for her to take up for Vince like that right after she just got done embarrassing herself over this new baby, I think it was in her best interest to delete that Instagram. So good for her. Because that's it's going to be the first step towards her getting her shit back together. I would hope so. I mean, because this is you sound ridiculous, girl. You do. But what it really sounds like is that you need to get the fuck away from that man. It sounds to me like you need to get the fuck away from that man. Like I wouldn't have never thought. I guess I just based off of the few seasons or whatever I saw of him on TV, I thought Vince was just kind of like quiet and in the background and, and just kind of merrily tolerating Tamar shit. Just because she's Tamar. He was at the show bouncing around to her singing and doing the same whatever shit and probably thriving off of the fact that he will defend her, although he's garbage and stuff like that. Leave that nigga alone. Let everybody else right. crash the But now it's just like, too. he's, you don't need to defend him because he really is trash. Girl. <laughs> at least to you. Right. The way he treats you. And that's coming from your own mama's mouth. 
Like we've seen it. So Tamar, I think Tamar really has to just start looking out for herself <coughs> instead of being so worried about Vince and appearances. I knew this from, is sad. From the second that she said that she was walking away from what she loves to do Mess. from her marriage. I mean to, for her to marriage. Look out for her marriage. And that nigga was like just signed Remy Ma or whatever. <laughs> I was like, mm, right. that nigga ain't shit. And this seems unbalanced. And now I know that it is. But God bless her in the new year. I he certainly wasn't gonna take away from music to focus on Tamar if he wasn't even gonna take away from fucking other women to focus on Tamar. Gross. The fact that Vince Herbert has cheated on you multiple times and you have been okay. You know what? Not okay with it. But I just, I don't understand any woman doing that. And before y'all bring up Beyonce, I don't understand Beyonce doing it either. So don't even start with me. I don't get it. Letting a nigga just disrespect you like that over and over. I can't. Whatever that level of love is, I'm glad I've never experienced and I hope the Lord keeps it away from me. (laughs) That is with 100% sincerity. Well, that's it for this week. All right. God damn, finally. I just don't feel like it was that long. <laughs> Nigga's over an hour. I don't. How? Oh, let's take a break. Hey, y'all. There's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. <laughs> is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts all right so we're back and it is time for our listener letters all right send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com we may just read them aloud on the show hmm let's see here hmm i'm trying to this is a question about how do you feel about cats as pets? Would you ever have a cat? I think that cats think that they're bougie. I think that cats probably have <laughs> I know some we've... sort of connection to their Egyptian some, Right. Somebody was like, I've, I've heard how y'all feel about cats, but I think there are some who are like cuddly and not as crazy. No. And y'all are just not gone. Cats have personalities and like mood swings. A dog is usually on the same shit every day. 
Okay, so that's true. Um, so let's just skip right over that. Although I have been thinking lately about getting a cat, I might do that. Go for it. Something that doesn't shed a lot, but anyway. That's shocking since I thought you'd be traumatized. Well, yes, I do have my the scars from my past, but okay. <laughs> but I think maybe I could learn to love again. Okay. We'll see. Our first question comes from Quadrilateral. I don't know why she decided to go by the Quadrilateral. Okay. But um, so it says the initial question is, was I wrong? And what would you have done if someone did this to you? God, I moved to Oregon in May of 2017. What? I moved to. Yeah, I moved to Oregon in May of 2017, Portland to be specific. I'm guessing a job. I can't think of any. I think they were on the real world ones. We'll see. Uh, Yes, there was a real world Portland. Anyway. Getting distracted. I'm an introverted person with extreme resting bitch face and typically soft-spoken, so making friends is a bit difficult for me. (laughs) Excuse me. But lo and behold, I made a new friend who we'll call Peter. Peter and I met in October, and we really hit it off. He's white, but he loves black men. He jokes with me about white people all the time, and he gets black culture for the most part. He's the only person I would have called a close friend in Portland. Sorry, I think I said this person was a girl, but they're not. Quadrilateral is a man. Okay. And he says, Peter and I went out for New Year's. He invited me to a party at a bar, and he agreed to pay for my cover and buy the drinks if I paid for the ride to and from the party. When we got to the bar, he did pay for my cover and coat check and bought me a drink, too. (coughs) We found a spot to chill and were enjoying some drinks when he noticed someone he knew. This person came over with his friend and the four of us were just chilling. At one point, I decided to go get a drink from the side of the bar that was actually getting service. Mm-hmm. and it was still in crystal clear view of where we were sitting. I got back and saw that Peter has left, and it's just his two friends sitting there in our spot. I asked them where Peter disappeared to, and one of them says the bathroom. So I sit down and start enjoying my drink. As soon as I took my first sip, I, I spotted Peter chatting up a black guy and flirting and chopping it up with a few other black men here and there at the party while I'm drinking. I finished up my drink and decided to get another one and purposely positioned myself so I'm di- directly in front of Peter as he's chatting up the men at the party. He didn't say anything to me while I was getting my drinks and instead disappeared into the crowd. At this point, I'm pissed. So I get my coat, got in a lift to go right back home as the ball is dropping on New Year's. And once I got home, I decided to go get a drink at another bar around the corner. Okay. <laughs> this person had a night, quite a night. Mm-hmm. At this point... Wait, there are too many at this point in this email. Where was I? (laughs) At this point, Peter texts me (laughs) asking me where I am. I told him and we meet up and he's upset because he thinks I ditched him. We agreed to go to one more bar together and the same shit happens again with him wandering off. You went out with him again anyway. (laughs) The same night. Wow. Except th- except this time I let him know that I was going to the bar to get drinks and he still vanished into the crowd without letting me know where he's disappearing to. So this is what this person was upset about. Okay. And then he put here an additional paragraph. My issue. Peter was the only person I knew and he invited me out. It's New Year's. There's going to be lots of alcohol and people. So I assume there would be more communication in general if we were going to be leaving one another, especially since we agreed to leave the parties together. I admit the first time at the first bar, I didn't let him know that I was going to get a drink, but I was less than 10 feet from where we were. So he could have and should have seen me going to the bar. And because of what happened at the first bar, at the last one, I made a point to let him know that I was going to get a drink, but he still wandered off and didn't return the favor. He feels like I ditched him twice. But in my mind, he did the ditching. Am I wrong? Thanks. 
You sound young. He says, I'm 29. Peter is 31. Oh. We're both gay men. I'm black and Peter is white. So, hmm, you thought young your ass. Well, that still sounds like young shit to me. I read this and I thought I I read it like four times because I could not see where quadrilateral should have been upset. And I guess I don't still really see. <laughs> because for I, me, if we say we're going to a party together, that means we're going together. Right. Meaning me and you are here. We're going to check in with each other throughout the night. Make sure I see you. You see me. You know, I'm not going to leave here without you. More like of a general buddy system type thing. Not we're going to be at this party hanging out together as we move throughout this party for the entire night. That's not what I expect out of people. Um, Especially not people I'm not fucking. They, they are friends. Right. They're not dating. But, okay, I will say this. I, if I'm going out with somebody, if we're going out together, I'm expecting that at least for the bulk of the, I'm going to be, if I'm not with you or by you, aware of where you at. You know what I'm saying? So, or like, for instance, okay, if we go to the club or whatever, and you like, oh, I see some people, whatever, I'm going to go and talk to them or whatever. You go and talk to them and do your own thing and I'm going to see you when I see you again. If I don't see you and I'm over it or I'm tired of hanging out with your friends that I don't want to fucking talk to anyway, (laughs) I'm going to just leave. I might send you a text message to be like, I'm done or I'm going to go home or whatever. Like, I'm not going to like chase you around anybody's bar or club and just try to stick with you. I get it. Because I'm also, like, introverted, not super great at making small talk, getting to know new people. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not going to do that. If you leave me with strangers for too long, I'm definitely going home. Yeah, like that I'm I'm going to do as well. Uh, so. <laughs> that's that's, that's going to happen. But I also don't have any expectation. Like, I think. Your Carl- friend was trying to get some dick. Right. This person is seems to be upset that Peter is, like, going off into the crowd, talking to different niggas and stuff. But. That isn't that why people go to parties? Like I just yeah, but some people like to be more like you know linked closely together no, throughout a night. No, I don't understand this. People desire to like be they close like to, to hang together, like as a clique, and just kind of like. But it's just the two of you. It's not a clique. It's literally just the you two know what of I'm you. saying. Like you want to just kind of be with that person, or you know, for the majority of the night, especially if you like you're going. He's going around because it sounds like what is what is the white. Peter. Peter sounds like chatty patty. Peter sounds like super social. And Peter definitely sounds like he was trying to to get some chocolate in his milk. Okay. Um, Or that. So it seemed like it would have never even if this if the same thing had happened in reverse Peter's response to that would have probably been to get up and find some new friends or like chat with people and go and find some t- he would have done the exact I same that, thing I see that where Peter would have been like oh okay I see you or oh, okay bitch you get yourself like, you know, okay you know. I guess I could go talk to people too right <laughs> yeah. whereas with you you're not about that life you was just trying to you know kick it with the person who you came there with I see both mm. sides of that okay. to me I wouldn't have been angry with him i may have been annoyed but i feel like you were fine when you got in your lift and you left but then you decided to do it again and that's where you fucked up at like when he texted me and been like oh i feel like you ditched me i probably would have been like same well i'm going to bed like from (laughs) my mattress like i would have been in the bed yeah you wanted to go out and have a good time and i'm almost even more confused because 
you didn't want to be at that bar or whatever by yourself because he was walking around, but you were willing to go to another bar alone? Like, what was the problem? Right. That's, I also don't get that. It's like, so like you were you, just so mad at him for talking to other people. I, I read this question because I sincerely could not find a reason to be mad at this white boy. I can understand being annoyed if we're friends, especially if we're, if you know how I am. Like, if you know that I'm not talkative, not friendly, not trying to kick it and meet a whole bunch of new people or whatever, maybe haven't been here for very long, and we're going out together, then I would be a little bit more annoyed if you're just leaving me. On top of leaving me alone, like, you leaving me with your friends that I don't know, that I don't want to do any of this with. I could understand being a little annoyed by that. In that that. case, I'm just going to wander off with my drink, though. I'm not going to sit around and talk to your friends because that's awkward for me. Right. Let's take my drink and wander off somewhere else. If I did not do that, I probably would have just gone home. And I wouldn't have been like, to me, this wouldn't have been a violation where I feel like I need to get advice from somebody or write in to anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, no shade to you. I would have just been. (laughs) No shade, but I wouldn't wrote no email to the reader. I would have just been annoyed by it and been better prepared when I'm going out again with Peter and just Peter. But again, I am confused because it doesn't seem like to me though. It's like there's no expectation. Everybody's trying to get in somebody's drawers. It's New Year's. Like people are literally looking for somebody to to make out with at midnight. And you're in Portland, which sounds cold. Like is Oregon not at the tip? I feel like Portland is cold, right? So. And yeah, and there are certainly few blacks. And I see, I get that this is like <laughs> not your, few enough. Peter. <laughs> like, Peter was from the window to Peter the wall. Peter was Peter was scoping them out though. Peter to was looking for everybody. Downs, those nigga balls. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I guess. So is he? The question was: Was he wrong? Should he apologize? I don't think there's anything to apologize for. I don't think that Ivan one of y'all did anything super fucking yeah, terrible. Yeah, I don't think. I don't, I don't think either one of you needs to apologize. I think this is an issue of having different expectations for going out and being in the club. Right. If anything, maybe have a conversation about what bothered you and then you know better for the next time. Right. Because when you say he did it again at the second bar, that leads me to believe that he doesn't really get that you have a problem with being left, left alone. alone. Left alone while he's there. Right. I'm guessing. <laughs> but right. To me, I don't give a shit where you are in this club. As long as you're still in this club. I've don't leave without telling me. Before. Right. Well... I've gone to dyke parties by myself before, but I won't be making that mistake again. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway. (laughs) Some people don't care. Like, I can definitely go to a party by myself, get me a drink or whatever, see the lady land, stand there, be on my phone, chat somebody up who may be cute, whatever, whatever, and then beat it. And it seems like you don't seem to have a problem with that either. Because then why would you, like I said, why would you go to another bar by yourself? So my question is, what were you doing at that at that second bar that you couldn't have done at the first. It had to have been him specifically leaving you by yourself instead of being whatever it is you expect a friend to be in that sort sort of situation. But right. I don't think any one of y'all did anything wrong. I think you just need to be better prepared next time you go out with that nigga. Huh, I agree. So here's one from a potential lesbian in training. Okay. Um, Those are always fun. She would like to stay anonymous. So let's call her... Kiara. Kiara says, I'm a 27-year-old black woman in Virginia. I met another woman through a friend a few months ago. I like her personality and she makes me laugh. So we hit it off. (sighs) That's always how it starts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And eventually branched off into our own friendship. We spent a lot of time together. And even though I'm usually reserved, she didn't let any of that stop her. And I soon considered her one of my closest friends. After a few months of hanging out... (laughs) 
<laughs> she revealed to me that she had a crush on me and had been low-key trying to smash. Wow. I wasn't totally surprised by this since she told me before that she dates women and she was in a committed relationship with a woman for five years until they broke up. And knowing all that, I was still a bit taken aback and I told her I had never seriously considered sleeping with a woman before. I've always found women attractive and maybe have had a few fantasies, but who hasn't? Well, okay. well, I don't know, girl. Yeah, you know. <laughs> anyway, one thing led to another and things quickly escalated <laughs> from just cuddling in bed if I slept over to full-blown sex. Right. Of course it did. Duh. The sex is always amazing and everybody gets to come every time. She's so, wow. she put every time in capital letters. I'm sure she did. <laughs> Straight women are really missing out, man. That's sad. Anyway. She says, where the fuck have I been? Anyway, I've also developed very strong emotional feelings for her, which she has reciprocated. The situation between us has moved very quickly and I'm struggling because I feel like my sexuality has made a 180 degree shift literally overnight. I don't consider myself a lesbian, but now I can't call myself straight. I know that sexuality is a spectrum and no one is getting hard set sexuality, but I've let these things happen. And I know this will sound bad, but I'm kind of upset that I didn't have a harder time letting it happen. It came so naturally to me and I didn't feel any pressure to do anything I didn't want to do. My God, that's just hell. It sounds like you've had a lot of bad experiences this with men. Sounds... That's what this. <laughs> She's like so happy that she wanted this woman and didn't feel pressured into doing something. And it was like a healthy experience. God bless. We're getting back. Hold on. Where was it? I'm not into PDA, but even when we're out in public, I don't feel uncomfortable touching her hand or giving her a quick kiss. It's really blowing my mind that all this is happening. And I'm writing to you guys because I want your input on what I should do. Things are getting to a point where she wants us to be together. And I want that, too. But I'm not out to friends and family. She's already told me that she doesn't care if I come out as long as I'm not sleeping with anybody else. She already spends a lot of time with me and my family and they love her and ask for her to come around even when she's not with me. I know she says it doesn't matter to her now that our relationship isn't public, but I feel like it may begin to be a burden for her down the road. And even though it would hurt me, I'd rather end things now than make her play this game with me until I can grow the balls to come out. What do you guys think? Love the show. Thank you. Sincerely, Kiara. <laughs> so what I would say... Uh, you know what? Never mind. I'm a natural cynic and I don't want to shit on your happiness. And you seem happy. Does she? Yeah. What? She seems ecstatic. She seems conflicted. <laughs> mm. Okay. I will say sexually, you seem very. Yes. <laughs> you seem very excited. Mind blown in that department. <laughs> You're like, wow, so I can have great sex and not have to deal with niggas? What is this? What? <laughs> you mean women are fucking me better than niggas do? What? What? So that I understand, but this just sounds so familiar. <laughs> it sounds like every, I met this girl and she blew my mind and I just thought we was going to be together <coughs> forever and it ends up being... You know, six months from now, you're like, oh, oops, I'm straight. Sorry. And like, leave her and break her heart or y'all are together for like the rest of your lives. It's probably right. it's like one or the other. And I feel like if you're still really, I is it a question of coming out or is it a question of are you OK with having these feelings? Right. Because I think that's what you have to write. Because yeah. based off the tone of this email, it sounds like you don't really know. Like, you feel like you should have had a harder time 
getting involved with women yeah. than what you did. <laughs> Which leads me to believe that you're not totally comfortable with like a lesbian identity which is going to be the problem here and not so much the closet thing yes so if that okay i definitely hear what you're saying and i agree 1000 percent. like if that's your issue and it sounds more like that than the coming out to me then yeah i would go ahead and wrap your mind around whatever that is before you go and ruin this actual dyke's life (laughs) (laughs) too too much of that going on (laughs) And they love it, too. Oh, no, they do. What? <laughs> I'm sure she's just so love happy. Love that heartache. <laughs> and then throwing alarm clocks and shit around hotel rooms <laughs> like crazy people. Like, like they look for women who are like, I've never dated a girl before. <laughs> I don't know. Just what wondering it what it's like. But you're just so different. <laughs> I don't know. When I'm around you, it's just like I feel this way. I don't know. I don't really want to, like, deny it, but it's just like. Six months later, she pregnant. <laughs> Of course. I was so mad. This girl had a good white dyke girlfriend. She had a good job at the police department. She bought them this big Uh, house. She was paying for the girl to go to school, paying all the bills at the house, everything. And what did she decide? She wanted to go back to Dick and she needed to get rid of that dyke and killed her. Isn't that crazy? Anyway, though, but back to Kiara. Right. This has nothing to do with you, Kiara. Right. No, this, I'm sure that's not you You and your situation. That's just me. I need to quit looking at oxygen marathons. But so, yeah, I think that's my that's my thing about it. I think you need to spend some time by yourself figuring out what is the issue here? Like, are you afraid to come out because you kind of can't take back coming out? (laughs) People try. And I think that's why a lot of people start out with bisexual so that if you end up calling me fifth. Who is that young man? I am a man. Not no damn fifth. Oh, that's what's his face. That's I'm not gay no more. Yeah, what is dumbass? Oh, I am not y'all's first lady. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. Bless him. So yeah, girl, you need to before you break this perfectly nice Dyke's heart. I think you need to 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 take some steps back and be like, okay. What is it that I am going crazy over right now? Is it the fact that I have an orgasm every time? Is it the fact that I'm with somebody who seems to like actually listen to me and pay attention and care about me? Like, and maybe you haven't got that from niggas before, so you're extra sprung. Right. So, <laughs> which is understandable. I've I heard, I've also been there before. But before you say, okay, fuck it, I'm going to be in a relationship and change my, you know, relationship status on Facebook and put up a rainbow in my header or whatever else. Like just, you know, take some time. Maybe. Damn. The problem is that y'all already are in that dyking mode of let's just be, I was going to say, try to sleep around with some other women, but you probably don't even want to. Of course you don't. (laughs) You probably just want this one. Damn. That's how they get you. It's every time. (laughs) Every single time you Uh, say that you, you understand that sexuality is a spectrum. Is yeah. a, pe- a spectrum. I would ask you to focus on that. There's just so much like 
pressure and like weird shit that you are placing on yourself because of like the idea of what it could possibly mean to be bisexual or have whatever form of attraction to uh, women sexually. And it's just not that deep. I'm sorry. Like regardless of what ignorant motherfuckers are going to try and convince you of, it's seriously not that deep. Like you are attracted to women, even just this woman, possibly you're having great sex together. You're enjoying the time that you spend together. You have feelings for each other. It should be as simple as that. And I would love it for a day where we all men and women could just allow our sexualities to be, I mean, not that sexuality is simple because it isn't, it's like the opposite of that, but I'm just saying like, (laughs) that's because people make it that way. Exactly. Accepting your, your sexuality, that should be simple. And hopefully we can get to a, a day where it is. But I agree with Crystal. If it's going to be this whole thing where you're having these like these motherfucking Tyler Perry ass monologues going off in your head before you go to sleep every night because you just don't know. And leave that girl alone. So I could, you know, cry and send back and forth text messages for a couple of weeks and then she can go and find somebody who is actually okay, A okay with puss. But you know, we say that it sounds like you're already in love and you're going to do what you want to. <laughs> right. The good part about this is that she should at least, the girl when y'all do break up should at least have a few strapping peers and fellas in her life that can say, hey, been there, bruh. Let me tell you how I got through. Haven't we all done this before Absolutely. with straight girls? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I feel like all of they all have a story. So she should have a sister circle. I honestly no feel pause. like it don't matter what we say. This lesbian has your heart. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, there's no way getting out of that. You're gonna do it. I'm just gonna say. You're gonna do your gay thing. Try not to get caught up too fast. That's all I have. For That's impossible. <laughs> because it's very six months from now, you might be engaged like Kenya Moore. Just. Maybe not even six, honestly. Oh, I heard she was pregnant. I heard she was working on it. I didn't know. I think she confirmed it on Instagram or something. I saw a screenshot. Remy Ma and Papoose been alluding to her being pregnant, too. Well, you know what? Good for Kenya. I don't wish bad for her. So, all right. That is going to wrap up the questions for this week. Send yours to gmail.com and we'll be back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space eight zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so we're back, and it is now time for the read. Oh, it is. So I actually have two people that need to get read today. Okay. 
One of them might be yours, so maybe you should go first. Well, so I was just going to talk about Bright, which we already did earlier. How awful that is. I also want to say, don't know what the fuck y'all were doing with this stepsisters thing. (laughs) Have you heard about this? Oh, the Netflix show? So, yeah, it's not a show. It's a movie. I mean, movie, movie, yeah. Yeah. And um, (laughs) so it's about this girl named Jamila. Jamila, not sure how it's pronounced but she's the president of her sorority mm-hmm. and all this black girl you know super dope going to harvard law Terry Norton is in it too and when <coughs> okay that's great so Naturi Norton is in it <laughs> Go ahead. that's fine so i these white girls are basically i guess they do something to piss off the school or embarrass the school and the black girl has to basically swoop in and come play captain save a hoe right. by teaching, teaching them me. how to step right so that they think win the big step show and i don't know restore it glory like pitch back. perfect to me but with stepping. so right i saw that they lena waith was one of the producers on it so i'm hoping somehow her name being on it means it won't be trash but the premise of a black girl stepping in to like save white people and then teaching them how to step also it's just like why why this movie why black girls coming in to teach white girls how to do something that is out like why can't i don't want to bring up bring it on which i think is probably the perfect (laughs) (laughs) as far as black girls versus white girls hard to find a better movie than that (laughs) but why can't it be black girls being like actually this is our shit and we do it way better than y'all <laughs> and not like we're reaching out to teach you how I had to a do feeling anything, like that yeah I had a feeling that that element is going to be a part of it as well but I, when I watched the trailer for it it was one of those things again where I was like I'm going to see feelings about this so that was yeah. really it. So, I, just, right. I'm wait till I it saw comes the out. trailer. Actually, one of my best friends texted it to me, like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, what? It does remind me very much, I don't know, maybe a lot of people who went to historically white schools or to uh, big state schools can relate to this, but when they would have those step shows where black fr- frats and sororities would bring in like their white friends from a white fraternity or a sorority and teach them they like steps I've or they routine. I've seen that a lot. Where black people are like, here's the white boys that we fuck with and we taught them to do our stuff and they're going to have a little part during our show and then they're going to leave. So maybe it's just the fact that I've already seen this like in real life that has me looking at it sideways. I'm hoping it's not going to be total trash garbage, but just from the looks, just the whole idea of it, it doesn't sound like something I am really into. So that was, that was going to be the other thing. I talked And actually, you know what? Interestingly enough, it reminded me when I saw the trailer, just how I felt when I saw that line, um, fairy Fairy lives don't don't matter matter today. today. I was like, "Mm, bad. I'm going to hear about this. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm just like bright. I'm going to watch it. And you know, Mm. at least I do. I am familiar with some of the, I am going to write, I'm going to pray that at least, right. Some of the names attached to it have me saying, you know what? I am going to give it a try. Just like the fact that Will Smith was in bright, right. That I was going to give it a try. Exactly. And I really did. And so I really will. (laughs) I really will do an effort for that. But my other read was just going to be a really quick pass the read this week. Pass the read like we used to. And this actually came through to our inbox, but I thought it was better for pass the read just because of 
the emotions conveyed within this email. Okay. She calls herself Gossip Girl, and she says, I am always the friend in the group that goes up for birthdays while my own birthday tends to be pretty underwhelming. I threw one of my ex-friends a trip and paint party, like a sip and paint, but glow in the dark and with drugs. Cool. One year. Okay, that sounds lit and fun. And then when my birthday came around, she asked me, is it today or Friday? Last year, I smoked... (laughs) Wouldn't you be so pissed? Oh my God. Last year, I smoked some weed I bought at my boyfriend's homeboy's house and then pretty much enjoyed a regular day. This year, I got the one thing I've quietly wanted for all my birthdays, and that was for somebody else to take some damn initiative and show me they care about planning it. My boyfriend kept the entire birthday plan under wraps, and I've been excited as hell, booking makeup and hair appointments, searching for the perfect dress, and just feeling like a superstar. I know it sounds stupid, but as the person who's always the mom of the friend group, sometimes being everybody's rock, people forget that you too get tired. It seems everyone is so used to seeing me as the strong face that they don't realize I feel a lot of the same feelings that they feel. Anyway, my birthday is less than a week away now, and I'm just finding out that nothing was planned. I found out because my friends from out of town were planning to come, and I've been reminding my boyfriend that they need more than a day of notice so they can leave work and get here. As of today, they are still asking me what's going on because he still has not contacted them. His plan is to throw everything together, and now I'm pissed. First of all, it's embarrassing that anytime someone asks what I'm doing for my big day, I've been saying, oh, my boyfriend is planning it. He'll give you a call. That was your fault. Now I'm finding out. Well, he told her that he was going to plan a party for her. Oh, my bad. It's just that it ended up being him being like, I'll just throw something together on the day of and like not Got having it. any real plans or anything like that. So. Well, it's your fault for having faith in this. <laughs> now I found out I'm the goofy bitch because he's not doing shit. How you sit in my face getting my hopes up when you know you're not going to do a goddamn thing, ugly ass nigga? I hate sounding like Wait a, a brat. <laughs> Actually, that's my favorite part. <laughs> she called her own boyfriend ugly. <laughs> Rude. I hate sounding like a brat who's throwing a fit over something as simple as a birthday, but I was just really excited that the people in my life and the person I love were going to do something for me. Now I'm upset with the lack of care and effort more than anything else. I know y'all going to say to break up with him, but (laughs) but now I got to sit with my feelings all jacked up over my birthday and over a nigga that I really do love. I got my hopes up and it sucks because had he been honest, I would have had no problem doing the usual nothing or just finding fun things to do as the day came. Feel like I'm being an ungrateful bitch. So I didn't read this as a question. Because she literally did not include a question until the very end. It was one of those emails where people are just getting off their chest and then they put a question in so that it qualifies as a question. Because right. <laughs> at the end she says, am I being an ungrateful bitch even though I'm not sure what I have to be ungrateful about because nobody did shit? Sounds like you saw it. Sounds like you know how you feel. I love this email because she's really like... This is my fault for having faith that niggas was going to do what it the is. fuck they said they was going to do. Which is sad. That's why old girl is excited because the dyke she's with makes her come and listens <laughs> to her. Because you can't even trust niggas to Don't plan a birthday party. Because you can't even trust niggas to plan your birthday party when they said they was going to plan your birthday party. Yeah, no, he's foul for that. <laughs> That's fucked up. I will say this. I learned last year. That from now on, if I want to do anything like for my birthday, like like big special thing for my birthday, I really have to take more initiative in getting it done myself. And that's no shade because like a lot of my the people in my life 
the people who came to Barbados with me, <laughs> like, really came together to make sure that it was, like, great in the end. It was a bumpy road getting there. And that's all that I will say. True. Um, But in the end, I wasn't really upset with anybody but me. Like, I just kept feeling like I know new. And here's the other thing. Like, I also don't really make a big deal about my birthday either. Like, I'm way more, like into everybody else having fun on their birthday and doing whatever they want to. For me, it'll be like, my birthday is the end of November. It'll be like top of November. What you doing for your birthday? I don't know. And that's genuinely right. what I'm cool with. I mean, and you love to be like, I don't care. No big deal. I don't because do I really blah, don't. Blah, blah. And so if you say that to me, I'm going to be like, that nigga don't want to do nothing. This is the thing. Right. Usually, you do, you I do don't. <laughs> but last year, first of all, last year, I never said I didn't want to do anything. That's true. You I did just, not say that. What it all ended up being was amazing and perfect, and it was what I wanted it to be from the beginning anyway. But I knew that I felt differently about last year because I was turning 30. Mm -hmm. So I knew I wanted to do something special, but I guess I was just kind of like, I want to do something fun and maybe tropical and, you know, that's it. And I left it at that. I really should have been more, like, specific in, like, what I wanted, how I wanted it, who, blah, 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 blah. I get, though, wanting to, like, I get wanting to just, like, kick back and have everybody just make you, like, the greatest dream birthday or whatever. But not everybody is equipped to do that. Right. Not everybody is, like, no one is psychic. So nobody can just give you exactly what you want. I understand being upset with that nigga because he, first that of all, is your nigga. He's your boyfriend. And should have taken more effort. Anybody you're in a relationship money. with, you shouldn't even, you you have to make a big deal out of my birthday because it's my fucking birthday. No, I don't have to. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, you do. If you're in a relationship with somebody, you have to give a fuck about their Define birthday. Define a big deal. Okay, see, he's just said two different things. Okay, so... So it's, Give a fuck, yes. No, when I say a big deal about my birthday, meaning you have to do something. You don't have to plan it with my friends. It might just be something that me and you oh, do Oh, well, together. yeah, for sure. But you have to do something for my yes. birthday. You can't just... What you and can't I'm not do throw is it, lie and right. tell me you throwing a party. Right. And what you really was going to do is just have everybody come over to the house Saturday at 5. And, like, and then walk me through the door 15 I don't think that later. you're wrong for feeling anything, anything that you feel. I'm just saying for the future, if you know that you're a birthday girl... Like, you want to do fun things on your birthday? Yeah. At least plant the seeds of what it is that you want. Especially, and then on top of that, you leaving niggas to be creative? <laughs> Please. I would say, you know, just just be a little bit more explicit with your friends. Like, hey, hoes, I do want to go out for my birthday this year so that everybody knows. I don't care who Leave does them the in planning the right or whatever. But just, you know, let the... Right. Say, you know, remember when... We went and painted pictures and got high. That was fun. I want to do something like that. <laughs> or, you know, something where we could drive go-karts and shoot paintballs at each other. I don't even know exactly. if you can do that. But something. Ooh, like, that sounds fun. Don't that sound fun? That sounds like Mario Kart. That sounds... <gasps> okay, you know, you I might just have got just an invented idea. Something. I think I just got an idea. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. All kinds of different paintball guns, But too. this was funny to me because the nigga said he was going to do something. <laughs> that nigga lied. And just like he truly ain't shit for his actions. <laughs> I'm just saying how you may be able to. <laughs> like less than at this point, her birthday is like today or tomorrow, and so I don't even. I hope your party came together, but I'm sorry if it didn't. Hey, nothing worse than when you want to do something. <laughs> You've been with this nigga for over a year, and he flopped on your birthday like this. I'm not surprised. Niggas don't pay attention to what trash, you like. Trash, trash. It's her fucking birthday. You you should be lucky if you remember the day. 
I don't expect niggas to get nothing else right. Not Easter, not my mama's birthday, not even Christmas. I don't expect niggas to just nail it. But my birthday... So, yeah. Anyway, I did that and I passed it and I'm done. All right. Well, take this cough drop out. Are you feeling any better? No. Damn. Um, All right. So, I have two dumbasses to read this week. I will start with the full white one. That is... uh, A young dumbass by the name of Logan Paul. Now, Logan Paul is a white child from uh, the YouTube game. Uh, I believe he is like, if you've never heard of him, first of all, congratulations. That's me. I had never heard. I still haven't Googled him. Past that. Well, the only reason I knew, only reason I had heard of him is because his little brother was just in the news like, Sometime last year, because he has, like, some house in Beverly Hills or had some house somewhere and put his public address, like, he put his home address somewhere online. Oh, my God. So had all his fans out there causing a ruckus and, and dancing on top of trucks and shit. Oh, my God. So, obviously, all so the neighbors— So this runs in the family— Okay. Like, they look like they weren't raised to be shit. Their parents probably won shit. They don't have, look like they have any intention on ever being shit. Gotcha. Honestly, just, like, looking at them for two seconds, they look like like the typical meathead, dumbass jock in every coming-of-age teen drama, whether it's a comedy or whatever, <laughs> that, like, okay. doesn't know what two and two is, but can, like, possibly dribble a ball or make a touchdown or whatever. Miss. And they just plan on being dumb forever. Like, that's how they look, but they just, I guess... They do shit on YouTube, like blowing each other up and setting one another on fire and dumb jackass stuff. So they got a whole bunch of views. I couldn't believe I'd never heard of this man. He has like millions of followers. I was not surprised. I That's how YouTube no is. Clue. Vine too. <laughs> like all those those websites will have like niggas who are what I'm talking about. They are famous. Making, not only do they have millions of followers, they have millions of Money, dollars. Right. Like, and never whoever heard that of pew 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 nigga is. Oh, PewDiePie. There you go. I had only known who PewDiePie was because I'm a gamer. But he's also trash. Uh, well, I heard about that, but the like, reason that I heard about that is because everybody was like, he's like the most followed person on YouTube. He or is. That's crazy. And trash. <laughs> um, So this dumbass decided that he would be among many of his white ancestors who have gone to distant <sighs> countries only to act a fucking fool. So there is a uh, a place in Japan, I believe, at the mount, the base of Mount Fuji. Um, it's a forest that I can't really remember the actual name of it, but it is um, it is nicknamed the Suicide Forest because of how many suicides have occurred there over the years. Now, when I tell you that I did minimal research on this place and was able to get a, I'd say like a fair understanding of why it happens, what it means to, you know, Japanese people, their culture, why, what they're doing to prevent it, where the fucking place is, why it's so easy to kill yourself in there, why people think it's haunted, all that stuff. Just basic information that I am almost 1000% sure that Logan Paul and his friends did not do. They just heard that it was some creepy haunted shit and they figured let's go there and do some shit for YouTube to make some more money. So... At some point when I'm assuming that Logan Paul uh, strayed from the path, because I read that one of the things they constantly warn you to 
not do is stray from the path in the forest. Not to mention the way that the forest is just set up, like the way that all forest. So therefore I'm not straying from the path. And it's called the suicide forest. Why would I, anyway. Mm -hmm. In Zelda, if you wander off in the lost woods, you just get turned around forever. You don't get to come back. I cannot believe that you're making Zelda references just out of nowhere. And they make sense. Um, so yeah, anybody who has any form of sense could read just a few little sentences about this place and would be like, oh, that just doesn't sound like any place I wouldn't just need to be. So of course white people go there by like the dozens. <laughs> right. Just buses full of <laughs> At some point, Logan Paul and friends um found uh, a dead body hanging from a tree somewhere in the forest. Um, It reportedly must have been super recent. Um, So this young man, I'm assuming, killed himself not too long before they found him. That is really... Keep in mind, this isn't like... It's not like Japan's, you know... Suicide Disney World. Like, they don't just, like, be like, hey, come and look at, like, all of the, you know, you interact. Like to see people just dead? <laughs> come find. It's right. like they actually have things in place to prevent people from doing that, including, like, signs along the path that are, like, think of your kids, your life means something, et cetera, et cetera. So they're, like, actively as a, like, a government right. trying to prevent this, this from happening. Right. So this dumbass... Decided that he wanted to go to the haunted forest, although I'm sure he was the closest thing looking like a ghost in that bitch. And at some point comes across this body. Now, the average person would probably, you know, leave and contact the authorities, um, you know, stop whatever they are doing at that point to bring awareness to the fact that this is something that happened so that they can take his body down, find out who he is, who he belongs to, right. and take care of it. Logan Paul something and humane. Stuff. Yeah, something like that you would do if you had just like a, the smallest shred of appreciation of and soul. acknowledgement just for like something. human life. Just anything. Logan Paul instead decided to film himself in this forest, including the corpse of the body and commenting on it as people are in the background laughing at him and encouraging people to subscribe and follow. And then I think he tried to like stick in some like half-ass, fake-ass, you know, suicide is it a joke and whatever weird-ass fake PSA shit he tried to do. Um, So then why is this in your video? Why is this in your video? How did this get onto YouTube? Why did you think that this person who you do not know, whose family you do not know, would have just been super cool with you making a viral video out of them killing themselves? And then you wanted to turn around after you got the flack that you deserved, out of you out of the bashing and the fire that your ass deserved, and wanted to say, I'm so sorry, and you ran to whatever faucet. Oh, yeah, his iOS press release. First he did it was like we just want to see the haunted aspect of whatever blah 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 and then he put out like a video that I watched well like a few seconds of it because he was crying <laughs> like when I tell you like, he's trying the hardest to muster up a tear like oh he didn't feel no type of sadness you didn't and the reason I dragged. know that you did and you never planned on doing like your actions in that situation let me know everything I need to know about you and that is you are a piece of shit. Period. Because I just don't like, how could you, 
What? Like, that's some shit that you do at, like, Halloween Horror Nights or something where you know the body is fake. And you're just like, <laughs> oh, my God, the budget is real lit this year in Orlando. Like, you really are in a place where you know that this happens because that's the whole reason that you brought your dumb Caucasian ass over right, here. Right. And then you found an actual dead body, which for most people would be incredibly sad and incredibly traumatic. terrifying right. and probably traumatic. Like, I know I would need, like, an extra dose of therapy that week. Right. That would it would fuck me up to see something like that. Even if this is like a known place where people do that, I just feel like my spirit would be unsettled at the fact that like I just walked past a spot where somebody had committed suicide not too long before. Like nothing about that makes me say, you know what? Now's a great time to go on Instagram live. Let me just pull out the camera. <laughs> like but it wasn't even live is the thing. Maybe if if you were just there and so overcome by how crazy it was it would have made a little bit of sense not really but you filmed it and then what took it home edited it a few times like you had to have watched this video before you posted it to your YouTube account like it just at no point did you think this is a bad idea to be, to be honest with you I wouldn't even be surprised if he didn't I wouldn't even be surprised if he filmed all that from his phone and then uploaded it to YouTube directly from there but what I will say is he would never have felt bad or any fake regret Church. or anything like that if he didn't get flamed for it. Right. Because that is like, I I cannot imagine how you did that and still hit the upload button, even if it was just in a matter of 30 seconds or so and felt like, yeah, this makes sense. Like, why would you do that? Imagine. I just don't get it. This is usually what you have to do to like people in elementary school. But let us put our let, let's put your feet in that person's shoes or in the shoes of their loved ones. How would you feel if somebody that you cared about commit suicide, hung themselves up in a forest? God only knows if you didn't find them, who would have found them and when. Right. And that somebody who did find you or your loved one decided to make a YouTube video out of it so that they could get some money clicks and sell some T-shirts and, and views, clicks right. and all that other stuff. Off like of your dead relative's body. Your relative's body became just clickbait. Right. How would you fucking feel about that? You stupid, dumb, <laughs> fucking piece of shit. How would you feel? Ain't you tired of white people going to other people's countries and fucking up? Like, I know that the Ball family just did that, but they half white anyway. I'm so, so weary. I feel like it's just a matter of time for other countries are like, white people may not come over Just here. stay. <laughs> white Americans have to stay right over there with Trump because y'all come over here and act a fucking goddamn fool. Like, do you be on the flight over thinking, hmm. What you put somebody's dead ruin? body in your YouTube video. That's a real person who had a real life. Furthermore... You have millions of followers on YouTube and somehow don't know that that's against the oh YouTube guidelines. Like, even if it wasn't just a shit thing to do, you still couldn't put that fucking video up there because you can't have people's dead ass bodies on YouTube, you fucking maniac. Especially when you have all of these followers and it would only take two of them bitches to be like, so hey, no. Right. Like, for it don't YouTube. take long for them to report your video and have it down. But it's people like you that make YouTube have to have a rule like no dead bodies in your videos in the first place. It's people like you. The problem is somebody else has already done it. Somebody else has already done something just as ignorant as this. So I saw the story. I saw people being very upset about it. And I said, I'm not even going to look up this white boy because I read the apology and whatever. And it sounded like trash. I read the synopsis of what he did. And that was enough. It's bad enough. So fuck him. And last but not least, I will say fuck you to uh, Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton is 
I only know him because he allegedly dated or went on a date with Rihanna at one point. But he drives cars. Like, he's one of those racer, speed racer. I'm just going to have to Google it. It's not NASCAR. It's MF, the fan of the fast cars. Oh, he's cute. Yeah, we can go to hell now. Oh, no. What'd he do? So. MBE. Oh, Formula One. That's it. Okay. (laughs) All right. So he's one of those. And over Christmas break, he posted a video of his nephew Jeez. on Instagram Live. When I tell you that, like, disappointed is not even the word. God Because, damn. yes, he is quite attractive. Every time I, I'm sorry, it's like distracting. Let me hear what terrible thing he did so I can stop having a crush. So he started the video or the clip or whatever by saying, I'm so, so sad right now. And the thing is, he genuinely looked like somebody stole its puppy right from out of his hands. Then he puts um, his nephew, who looks like he may be three, four. Oh. Maybe. Oh no. Puts him up on Instagram. Um, and the boy is wearing like one of those little princess dresses that people be having their kids in and Denny's and shit. Oh, okay. So he's matter of fact, I'll just play it. Oh no. Why are you wearing a princess dress? Is this what you got for Christmas? <laughs> Why did you ask for a princess dress for Christmas? Boys don't wear princess dresses. So that's the whole video. Really? <laughs> so he asked, well, why did you ask for a Christmas, a, a, a princess dress for Christmas? And I'm pretty sure the response from the child was, because I like it. Like, I could hear because he's yelling over him. But uh, it's can like. Can you see this dress, nigga? Like. <laughs> uh, bad bitch. It's wait, gorgeous. <laughs> like, hello, garment. Uh, um. Of course, he also issued some whack-ass, fake-ass, dumb-ass apology for it. But then went on a liking spree of a whole bunch of tweets that were defending him, saying that he shouldn't have to apologize and he shouldn't submit to, you know, PC nonsense and whatever the fuck else. So it's like, nigga, you know that we can see that too, right? Like, (laughs) you're better off just not saying anything. Uh, So I would like to say Lewis Hamilton could go fuck himself because we have talked about, like, this type of thing on the show a million fucking times. Like, children are children. Period. This is not even your child. This is your right. nephew. So really, what he got on his back ain't even your motherfucking business or responsibility. I wore it because I wanted to. He fucking wanted it. <laughs> Shout out to his mama or whoever actually purchased the damn dress for him. <laughs> right. Because he said that that's what he wanted. It would be nothing for this three-year-old, four-year-old, however this toddler is, right. to end up being a 15-year-old who's wearing, you know, jeans and and whatever the fuck it is that you think boys are supposed to because wear. Toddlers- lumberjack button-downs and whatever. Because he's a fucking kid. Much like tiny babies, male and female, will walk <laughs> around the house in their mom's high heels. Because they're looking at all the other shoes that are flat to the ground and thinking, well... What is this elevated nonsense? That Why wear something boring that, <laughs> when you could wear this? That looks like a ride. Like, what's that about? I would like to experience. <laughs> Does it mean that your son's going to be gay or wants to wear a women's shoes? He's a fucking baby. Like, he is just interested in why the fuck his shoes don't have right. these long ass towers in the back <laughs> right. and how that works. Like, 
What? And it makes sense. It does. I don't even understand how, like, it's so many of you straight homophobic ass niggas who have pictures somewhere in your Meemaw house doing the exact same shit or smearing your mama lipstick across your face because you just find it interesting. You're a kid. Everything is interesting to you. Right. Lipstick, high heels, high fructose corn syrup, the wind, <laughs> snow, like go-karts, yes. every, anything Anything. All of it. The taste you can fucking see. Everything is just interesting to you <laughs> niggas. Why me? does Rice Krispies talk back to me and no other cereal <laughs> Look does? Mama, explain it to me. Like, let that fucking kid be a kid. And even if he does, even if he ends up a gay boy or transgender or whatever the fuck it is that you think that he may be or could whatever be because so scared of. that would just be the worst fucking possible thing he could be. <sighs> Like, A, ain't none of your fucking business. And B, <laughs> it's better him be gay or transgender than be a fucking ignorant ass bigot running into the faces well. of children, spewing hatred and anger and antiquated fuckery in their faces to make them feel weird about themselves and insecure or feel like there's something wrong yeah. with them just because he likes a dress. Like, what? It's like... And you yelling at him, talking about you so disappointed or heartbroken. It's just a child. Not to mention, I'm looking in the background of the video, and I don't want to guess because I don't know, but there's a baby who looks like a baby girl, who I'm just assuming may be like his sister or some other, you know, child in the family. There's a good, I mean, mama has on fairy wings at the moment, right behind him. So there's a good chance that she's walking around in princess dresses, and he's just like North, like... I want one too. <laughs> like whatever, me too. Whatever she got, I want one too. Like let kids be kids. Let them be children and leave all of that weird, jaded, beat down, horrible bullshit that's going on in your brain. Let that be your motherfucking business. And let these shit. kids express their imagination and love. Because like I said, he could grow in and be grow into being whatever boring ass cisgender straight boy that you want him to be. He probably is. <laughs> probably is, actually. Right. But what hopefully then, because he was allowed to express himself and see that there's nothing wrong with just thinking a piece of fabric looks good, <laughs> that he can then, when he does have his own kids or nieces and nephews, express that like love and common sense shit right. to them too, rather than saying this ignorant shit. I could look right at Lewis Hamilton's face and say, well, boys don't wear nose rings or have softly uh, arranged hair. You have both of those things. You could. So just let's, like that. Just like many niggas probably would. Right. That's the, like you don't, and you're a full adult. I don't understand acting like this, especially towards your own blood. Like that's your nephew, and you just gonna be a dick for no good reason. Like he clearly likes the fucking dress. You trying to shit on a four year old's happiness right now? <laughs> are you? Who are you, Joe Biden? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the misery has to radiate off you for you to be like, uh, I see happy children. You have Stop to be. it. An angry bitch. See, <laughs> looking at this child's face like, how dare you? What a waste of somebody fine. Ugh. <laughs> and in pleasant company, because there's many dumbass fine niggas just like that. Many of y'all listen uh, to this yeah, right I next think one. It's, right, I was going to say, this is, sadly, I feel like this is most niggas that I know. <laughs> they would probably react in this same way. And they would consider themselves otherwise, like, 
fairly progressive and not homophobic or anything like that, but it's just a line of some shit you can't do and having your son in a dress is just something that you can't do or you're not going to be okay with or whatever. And it's just like those <laughs> ideas and thoughts that you have don't exist in a vacuum. They don't just exist in your mind and you expressing them in a hateful way towards somebody who is just chilling and being the, I mean, he's a baby. That's <laughs> There's you not gonna tell me that there's any justification for hollering at a child. I just like don't buy it. It just isn't right. And what do you do you want him to feel bad for? You think I'm gonna shame him out of liking the dress? It's a bad ass dress. I look good. And accessorized because it's got the scepter. <laughs> Everything is in place. Like leave this kid alone. And why can't a little boy he probably likes whatever the fuck movie that princess came out of or maybe it's a book or who knows like maybe he just enjoys playing dress up and it's just a thing that he does <laughs> I know we let little girls copy off boys and have male role models and want to aspire to be like men all the time but let a little that. boy do something as innocent as being like yes there are sparkles and glitter on this and it is gorgeous and I'm getting a wand also bitch <laughs> where's my tiara to complete my look <laughs> <laughs> is this the worst thing your child can do? Really? This is broken. Your, this has devastated you. Some of you fuck niggas need like a seminar or some shit that you just go and sit down. What are you so afraid of? Expel the hate from your fucking body. Do you think your four year old has some crazy sexuality? Like, is your four year old on Grinder or something? What are you worried about? Like, what are you pro- projecting this nonsense onto this toddler <laughs> for? That's what I don't get. But, you know, niggas gone, Nick. Well, huh. so that's, you know, just a mighty fuck you to him and the way to let us down. So sexy. <laughs> I met him just now hearing about him because on Google, I'm like, well, damn, he's a fine one. All right, Rihanna. Robin but... Fenty is the only reason I ever heard of this nigga. Well, all right. Fuck him. I guess that wraps up the read for this week. So make sure you follow us on social media at This Is The Read. Check out our <laughs> website. Uh, this Is The Read.com. Any news this week, Kim Fury? Um, nothing I can think of. You know, we're just diving into this new year and just yeah, hope we make it. <laughs> I feel the a literal so, storm because uh, Donald Trump and Steve Bannon are going at it right now. I like, saw. <laughs> I saw. This what if he makes about- it through like four years of the presidency just? arguing about the fact that he shouldn't be president. No, I, I won't believe that. Robert Mueller needs to come through before the first half of this year's up and get him the fuck out of here. Yeah, no, I don't I really. This nigga talking about his button bigger than North Korea's button. I saw that too. Uh, I really don't think he's going to make it through four years. What Are but I we didn't think going he to make it, it through four years? I didn't think he was going to make it through one. So We didn't think he was going to get elected at all. People True. love to be like, I, I go back to 2015. And- but that's not that's not because we don't have sense or can't predict things that should be sensible. It is mostly because white Republicans really would rather, yeah. you know what I'm saying, keep their feet on everybody's necks and try and just squeeze whatever they can get out of this bitch <laughs> right. than just do what's right for literally everybody. Right. My problem is that I thought white people were always going to pick America over anything else, but they don't. (laughs) (laughs) They don't do that. So we'll just see if we make it. I, too, am just glad to be here in 2018. So even with the flu. All right. Do we have uh, an acronym this week or are we just going to? You know what? I don't have an acronym this week, but I just want to say that now that we are into January 2018 new year first week of the new year at this point for me it's really just all a countdown to black panther coming out okay 
That's real. After that, I don't really know what else is going on. And our live show at the Apollo was that same weekend, too. Yeah. And then... So I'm probably going to go... My plan is to go to the IPIC on the first night that it comes out. I'm going to get one of those, like, pods that seats two people at the IPIC. And I'm going to get one for... One seat is for me. And one seat will be for the Hennessy I'm sneaking in. Because I feel like that's just, like the like, the... No, you have to be drunk. I mean, obviously. No, and they serve liquor there, but I mean, my liquor of choice. Right. No. Do they have Hennessy at their bar? I kind of doubt it. This Maybe. looks so classy, though. Ooh, but going all the way to Brooklyn for the movies. Who told you there's... What? Oh, never mind. This is full. It's right down the street. Oh, huh. Oh, coming all the way down here for the movies. Shit. <laughs> or going across the bridge to the one in Jersey. Oh, all right. Well, in that case, we will see you guys next week. Try to stay warm out there. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.